0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW Podcast Network.
1: Uh, hello, this is Guillermo del Toro, and you're listening to Out Now Podcast. Hello. Okay.
2: are now
0: recording. This is out now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron and Abe. Abe, Abe
3: are you here? Ooh, it's me from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Abe, you finally made it onto one of our special <laughs>
3: horror bonus episodes. Indeed I did. And uh, I'm I'm happy to be on. But again, horror's not my strongest suit. I do enjoy a good Solid horror movie from time to time, and I'm sure that if you guys recommended something, I would enjoy it immensely. Well, we're glad to have you. But yeah, we have this
0: is this is our now is our film podcast. We we discuss new we do you regularly discuss new movies weekly, but we like do these bonus episodes, and throughout the month we've been doing these horror bonuses where myself and the guests that I'll get to we've been just talking about horror throughout the decades, and after the you know from the 20s to the 80s, we're now finally at the 90s, and we're going to do an episode here where we're talking the 90s all the way up to now. So we're going to try and do as much as we can there, um, and I finally have Abe to join us as well, which is wonderful. But as always, joining us for this podcast, this bonus horror special we have from Naptown Nerd and so Blue, Brandon Peters.
4: We're going to have our souls torn apart because we went through that whole 80s podcast. We talked forever, and we didn't even mention Hellraiser much at all. Wow. So- from Joeblow.com, it's Jimmy O.
1: Yes it is. I can't we didn't we didn't mention Hellraiser at all. I
0: said Thank the you. words Hellraiser, Hellraiser once. Oh my god.
1: That's <laughs> it's like, Wow Wow, wow. <laughs> that is Sad. It's too much information, guys. I'm telling you, we need to just do eighties again
0: and wow. from starpulse.com Jason Coleman. Yes, me and my boomstick are back.
5: And if <laughs> I was there, I would have damn well mentioned Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> you say
4: that now. You say that now. <laughs>
5: yes.
0: It's been a good, you know, week since we recorded this this last or not even, it's like been a few days since we last recorded, but with that said, <laughs> I was able to watch Terror in the Isles. Uh, which you guys oh, recommend? You think, it's it's way. a lot of fun. It's, it's like great, right? I feel like That's I haven't been able to one. I haven't been able to watch nearly as many horror movies as much as I'd like to. So it's great to watch one movie that combines like sixty different horror movies <laughs> into one. <Yeah. laughs>
1: and, and it's w- weird because usually those uh, those clip movies are so lame, but it, there's just such a funness. It's it, it really felt like an eighties. 80s celebration it, instead of a clip
0: yeah,
5: show. That, yeah, that that absolutely that one had love. That it, that it felt like a, it
0: felt like a great Simpsons clip show, except horror episodes in an hour and a half. Yeah, which was worse.
1: absolutely absolutely. I also
0: got to watch Nightmare on Elm Street two, uh, Freddy's Revenge.
1: So Which I hadn't
0: guess, seen yeah. in a long, long time. And yeah, oh, I that that. That, 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 <laughs> that must have been
5: that must have been Jimmy.
0: That that movie that movie is super gay, as you guys were saying.
4: It's
5: true, true. Super gay. Holy <laughs>
4: mackerel. That's
0: not a wow. slight or anything at all. That's just scene? that's literally Tell the me, way to describe that movie. Yeah, Tell me about the dance gay. scene, Aaron. Tell me about oh. the dance scene. It happened, wow. that's for sure. Touch
2: me, baby, <laughs> me horrible. Crazy.
0: But yeah, now yeah. we're we're past the eighties and last we let we let we landed on a cliffhanger. To an extent, because the last time we were in the we were talking about horror, horror kind of died, guys. Like horror, um, it really kind of fit. There's obviously horror movies still coming out, but in terms of like great seminal horror movies, we don't really get those for a little bit. And as I I think I last said it's like horror and James Bond both died in '89, and they're only to be revived in '90 90, '96. Uh, but we'll get there. First, let's just start with the '90s. Like what? So like early '90s. Yeah, okay. Early '90s.
5: What I would say is, if you look, especially at 1990. It sequels galore. Yes. I think They, I yes. think they, yes. ran, they yes. ran dry, yes. and they went, let's just stick a sequel out for everything. So even 1990 especially I think has like at least 15 to 20 sequels. I mean, I mean you get all this And get- most
1: of them not are good are not good at all.
5: Except, no, I agree.
1: For a handful, small handful, most of them right. are pretty sucky. You get a yeah. lot of the standards. You get the Nightmare.
0: You get the Friday the 13th. You get Child's Play now, which is apparently became a thing. Leprechaun starts at this time. I mean, mm-hmm. you get a you get a lot of things in here.
4: There was no although we like... do
0: get a
1: couple treats from uh, Henneloder. So we get oh Master yeah, the that's two, the, and We get was, and
4: was... Oh
5: yeah, and, yeah so. that's the case too. Yeah, oh, that's awesome.
4: There there is good horror in the the early 90s period. It's just nothing's like taking the box office by storm like it used to. Like the, the returns were the returns were really low. Which was it. It was a,
1: it was also, I think video was, you know, why. Yeah. Rented it, at, watch it at home and it was more fun. So that's why they had all these cheapy sequels. They're like, oh cool, I can watch this at home on a, yeah, a and, and make fun of it myself.
4: Scanner sequels, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night sequels. Like if yeah. you if you were like eh, iffy at the box office, you were you were getting straight to video sequels. And
2: right? we're still getting and a lot I, of Stephen I mean,
4: King. A lot of Stephen King stuff's coming mm-hmm. out still too,
2: mm-hmm. and yeah.
5: hitting
4: TV
2: hard too. Well, around yeah, and, well,
5: well 1990 when 1990 was Misery, so I mean that was a, that was a great time for Stephen
2: King. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, here's,
5: uh, you know what. Could we could we uh, just say, I really
1: want to mention this, uh, especially with her passing recently. I've got to give props to Jacob Slatter because it's a fantastic oh, yeah. movie. Right. And Elizabeth Tanya, I mean, oh, wow, she was so great. She was such a fantastic actress, really, really good. And she was great in that movie. I'm kind of bummed that she's so young, you know? Yeah. So I, I just wanted to get that out there, right? Because sure. we, we haven't been able to talk about that. I haven't heard much about that. So okay. there you go.
0: Great, I'll bring great.
1: it down. Something great. I no. It's all right. So.
0: It's all right. Something I have noted like we have the slashers and the sequels already as I as we mentioned. And and we have we're starting to get some remakes too like we get a remake of Night of the Living Dead. Um mm-hmm. get some other stuff. But something that which is not yeah, bad by the way.
5: I it's like not that. bad. No, yeah. No. I mean, the one that are you talking about the one that Savini did, right? Yeah. 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 Right, right, right. No, right. no. We, don't, we don't, don't, don't we're not not do not worry about the other thing. That's <laughs> <all right. laughs>
2: uh
4: uh. has never really been in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie or sorry night uh Night Living
0: Dead. But what I want to get to um, about this, like during the like while this stuff's happening with like kind of horror that we're used to that we've been talking about like throughout the '80s, we get this level of prestige horror that's kind of coming out this time. We get Silence of the Lambs. We get Bram Stoker's Dracula. We get Interview with the Vampire. We get these kind of.
4: Well, Jacob's Ladder would be in at that. Too, saying, yeah, they, yeah, be, be yeah. Absolutely.
0: There we get the Mary Shelley's, the Kenneth Branagh Frankenstein. We get Wolf with Jack Nicholson, and we get like seven. Some the of these are not are like
4: seeing the opening from the kid movies and moving in on the
0: horror. We get, we get a, you know, we're start, we're getting these kind of. Back to these kind of like in the 70s, actually, where we're getting these kind of prestige filmmakers making these some of them are not necessarily traditional horror movies like Silence of the Lambs, for example, it's more kind of psychological thriller mixed with horror, horrific elements or even sevens the same way. But I mean, that's like I mean, as far as kind of mainstream horror that's making you know money, let alone winning Oscars, there's a lot of interesting really? stuff going on that's kind of stepping away from the the slasher stuff and the, the supernatural demonic stuff and whatnot getting into this other territory. Well, also no. reviving the monsters to an extent. We got Dracula, we got a Frankenstein, we got a Wolfman. Like, it's all coming back again.
4: Yeah. There's always going to be, like, one to two of those. Like, from here on, like, you know, the the fad of making all those are out. But there's at least going to be one to two of those per decade, the little uh, going back to it. Because, I mean, we just recently had Dracula come back. Mm-hmm.
0: And we'll, I mean, we'll get back well, to how it's circular. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to how it's circular again when we get back to, like, haunted house movies that come back later on. Yeah.
4: And, and just more gritty,
0: low-budget stuff that comes back later on. Like, it's... Need to see. <laughs> hmm and with that said, yeah, lots of sequels as well. Like we even get like revivals of old franchises, like Alien. We get the Alien Three now. Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: we get the. Well, story. It, wasn't
0: a, it wasn't a revival. It wasn't was a revival. Yeah, it's more like a follow-up. finally got well, it. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's
5: interesting that you mentioned Alien Three because if you look, there's there's really some filmmakers who I think just kind of started out there. So you got Fincher. You got. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in there. You had. Um, we a didn't bra- actually start brain, brain Dead. Brain Dead. You had Peter yeah. Jackson. Yeah, you you brain Peter dead. Jackson. You yeah. Had right? We- right. Joss Whedon. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The. Uh. What else was there? Um. The. Uh, oh. Um, uh. You know. Taren- later in '96. In you know. You got Tarantino and Rodriguez from *Dust Till Dawn* and. Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Joss sure. Whedon. He he didn't direct <laughs> it. but He wrote it. He wrote I'm it. Yeah. I'm just saying, right. man. It's Josue, man. Then he did it. His, <laughs> his own way. So.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: Before we move into the next kind of era, which we'll get to, uh, you guys want to mention Clive Barker?
5: Yeah, so Clive let's talk Clive Barker. About the Nightbreed. Well, oh, and, of course, and, in
4: 1990, yeah. And everything, yeah. everything with his name on it at that time, you're like, I gotta check this out. because like, like, you know, they what, what was he doing that made that that way? He was a. a really, he was author. He was a popular ar- author, and like his uh, artwork was really something cool and he'd made i mean he was behind hellraiser and hellraiser was like the next thing there was you know the, the jason and the freddy and then like pinhead came around and pinhead mm-hmm. was complete, something completely different i don't even you know he gets thrown with them but he's not a slasher villain he's a completely no, something completely a, different but there, i there, mean there's, a, definitely, a there's bite. definitely
5: an originality yeah, there's a there's an originality and a, and an unpredictability to all of his early work, you know, not just mm-hmm. from Hellraiser, but from Nightbreed and then um, the one he did with Scott Bakula, uh, Lord of Illusion. Mm-hmm. It, whenever you whenever you saw a Clive Barker film, you know, you, you knew it was going to be something unique, something different, something you hadn't seen before. So, which was yeah. really surprising to me with Nightbreed, you know, how it's now mm-hmm. come out on Blu-ray special edition. That that at that time, you know, since he was so prolific, that they would you know, lean on him at all to change anything because really, I mean, nobody was doing anything like he was doing. So it's, it's a real, a real welcome treat for now for fans to be able to see that original vision that he wanted. Cause anything yeah. that Clive Barker did, I was always like, if his name's on it, I will go see it. So. Yeah.
4: I mean, and something like, like Candyman too. Candyman. He had, oh, I think he absolutely.
5: Only, he yeah. And movie, man.
4: it was, that movie's amazing.
5: I think Candyman
1: is actually. I would even put that on a higher level than most. Of the, I would even put it near, not necessarily on the same sh- shelf as Silence of the Lambs, but it's pretty close. It's a. It's an adult.
4: Film. It's an adult focused, you know, horror movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's and, that's what
4: it is. It just, I mean, I didn't have the. Com- I don't think it had the commercial appeal of those with that no, prestige, but no, it's right up there with them. It's like a, maybe like the adult Freddy Krueger, maybe
1: yeah yeah you know I mean?
5: with a with a, again a, a it got really, good
4: reviews too like it's not yeah. like it was a you know just like another thing that came
0: out. it was a well received horror film
5: mm-hmm. well you had you mean, had we well, you had you know uh, you know Tony Todd, but you also had Virginia Matson, who was a, yeah. a fantastic
2: yeah right
0: Berkeley yeah
2: that's a
1: great movie and you know it's that's one of those movies i, I watched I think last year, and i was it holds up stunned really well. how... yes, it does it's a beautiful film and it's still scary, still truly yeah. scary.
0: Well, yeah, saying things into the mirror and then it comes out and gets you like that's not good. I don't want to be a part no. of that.
4: Why? Well, let's get, Why not? Might be fun. Mirrors are we're sacred, not- Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the it's the set the settings that Virginia Madsen, like travels to like where there's the paintings on the wall and bro- right. you know, out, broken down buildings and stuff. It's just kind of mm-hmm. really dis- disturbing in some unique in a unique way. Another one to add. And one of the.
1: Best scores. I got to say that one of the best scores uh, of any horror film. Not scare That that is a scary, scary, scary. Uh, so mu- the music in that was brilliant. It's great. It's
0: I great. want to add real quick wow. uh, another filmmaker that's kind of new. Uh, we get Guillermo del Toro with Kronos
4: comes around. Yes, right. one of the yeah, best yeah. vampire movies ever. Yes,
5: it is great. And then and then what's it, what's interesting about Mimic is the same thing happened with Mimic where you kind of watched it and you were like, eh, it's all right, but then you know. You realize later, you know, when DVD special edition Blu-ray came out, that they had totally messed with that, with his vision of that movie. Um, so that's an interesting uh, one, just like Nightbreed, um, where he comes out and he kind of talks about it in a commentary and talks about, you know, what he wanted for the original film and how things got askew and stuff. It's interesting how a lot of these guys, you know, even in their even in their heyday, you know, like like Clive Barker would have a studio on them like that. It's just so weird to me. So, um, but it's interesting to be able to see that and revisit that later. So.
0: One more it thing I want to one, one thing I want to mention before we move into into Scream um, is another Wes Craven film, which I think does a lot of things that Scream would kind of not necessarily perfect, but you know hit on again, which is New Nightmare. Yes. Um, I've said you, yes. I've said in the past in the last right. episode that I'm not a huge fan of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I appreciate the idea, I appreciate the Freddy Krueger villain, but that movie overall just seems it seems like a great idea that's in a movie that I just don't respond to all that well. New Nightmare mm-hmm. is my favorite movie of that series. I love New Nightmare. I think that movie absolutely delivers on what the premise could be while still being scary and gross and has these neat makeup effects and ideas. And it's self-aware. It kind of gets what it's doing a little bit before Scream starts to you know, mm-hmm. epitomize the idea of being self-aware. Um, but I'm a, right. I'm a huge New Nightmare fan. like that
1: movie. Is I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. And, and if you were – I don't know if you were in L.A. at the time. When that came out, the the, the Northridge quakes happened. Uh, it mm. was soon after that. time. they wouldn't got real time. footage. Yeah, it was yeah. Va- it was terrifying. It was like you're watching the movie, going ah, oh, flashbacks, it's horror. No, I think that's a wonderful movie, and I, I think it was actually uh, uh, Heather Langenkamp's best performance. Oh the yeah, movie. oh She, yeah. she, 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 goes, a, from, she she's, goes from
4: being she, each movie she she's in, she improves. Like she, she's grown as an yes. actress, yeah. Right. yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, you I get agree. like so you get a that, real
0: meaty part for her to play where she's playing herself, reacting to what she's experienced as an actress in the past within a horror movie. It's very it's very creative. Like I think it's a really yes. genius
5: idea of a movie. Oh, absolutely, and that and. The other thing about that movie that makes it so great is it definitely feels like Craven untouched, like that. That you know, I I know that that was where you know he and uh, the head of New Line Robert Shay had kind of mended fences, and he and he, he sort of got carte blanche to do what he wanted, and he, you could feel it. You feel you know the original interesting ideas in that movie. That's that's pure Craven that movie.
4: I mean that movie the movie postponed Freddy versus Jason, but I mean for good reason because the movie turned out great because they brought they brought mm-hmm. um Cunningham and Craven together you know to make you know Freddy versus Jason at the time and well they brought when they brought Craven back it's like well I kind of have this other thing I'd like to do so they you know they wound up going with that and then Cunningham did a couple movies in the meantime before they could get off the ground but i mean i think Craven was originally brought in to collaborate with Freddy versus Jason and wound up doing New Nightmare and then just leaving his hand leaving everything untouched but yeah, New, I nice. mean, New Nightmare actually, you know, he took his villain that had become sort of a joke and he made him made it scary again. again. Yeah, Robert Englund is really, terrific yeah. in
0: that movie. He's he's, he's, he's yeah. embodies that character and he does it very well when he's in very scary mode.
4: I think yeah. of the sequels, that's England's favorite one.
0: I wouldn't be surprised; he gets a lot to do.
4: Yeah, he used to play himself. <laughs> 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 Who they tried to yeah, make a suspect yeah. in the movie, which is fun. Mm.
0: Is that yeah. one of the first times very it was good. like Wes Craven's something?
4: no people under the stairs no stairs? And, okay. yeah it and seems like that like, was the only west, one that has west like Gra- a, it seems
0: like the moniker yeah West Craven shocker is that what <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that's one of the few ones where like that's in the title though like you don't call it just new nightmare it's like west you don't call it west craven scream like but like yeah west i, look about, I mean, you look it's it up on like,
4: imdb it just says new nightmare now
0: on Wiki, it's Wes Craven's new nightmare.
4: Yeah, that's why I that's why I took it because it's about Wes Craven's actual new nightmare. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's
0: putting all okay. So putting all that said, let's move on. And I want to get Abe in this because he's here and we want him to be here.
4: Don't worry, yes. I'll just provide background
3: commentary. No, it's okay because
0: I want to ask you this question because we're getting into the <laughs> new era of horror right now, and that's the Scream era. Yeah, I mean, that's with the revival of horror. And even it hasn't necessarily died. It was just kind of. You know, you get some highlights here or there, but nothing out of this world crazy changed the game kind of thing. And Scream did that to an extent. So I want to ask you, when did you first see Scream?
3: Uh, I think I saw it like the summer... At, after its release, I saw it like the next, the following summer. And at this time, we're like, were you, are you...
0: And so you're like a year older than me, but I mean, were you, did you appreciate a good horror movie at the time or were you just reluctant to see it or was like, Hey, I want to check this out?
3: No, I, I was reluctant to see it, but I had older siblings that were, that did want to watch it. So they rented it from, I think Hollywood video back at the time. Um, Hollywood what now? Hollywood Video. Okay. <laughs> What's that? I've never heard of that.
2: Ah, it's kind of like
3: Blockbuster. <laughs> wow, block who? Blockbuster. What? Block that like a Tetris game?
2: It, it is, is, yes. That's
3: actually the new Tetris documentary that's coming out. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, but no, we watched it, and uh, I was kind of reluctant to watch it primarily because uh, I, I never really uh, got into horror films primarily because they, they scared me. me, and the opening sequence of this Terrified me immensely uh, because it's like this home invasion thing, <laughs> and she lives in like the, the 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 I guess the edge of town, and that never made me want to go out to the edge of town ever again, too. So, and that's yeah, you I mean, used to be a blonde as well, right? Yeah, and I <laughs> and then I and then I also used to make like stovetop popcorn. <laughs> uh, <huh. So laughs> but, what? no, it, it was yeah. a good. Uh, it was definitely one of those movies where I think it. I mean, You guys can probably jump on it too, but it, it certainly was a movie that, that really, really made me think, wow, this is really creepy. They're really creeping into not like monsters anymore, but they're really creeping into people who are just really sick and sadistic.
5: Right. Well, in turn, also you you had a movement there that started where you've got all of these people that you know all this cast that looks good. You know, it's mm-hmm. definitely definitely uh, starting starting that thing. You know, the well, faculty, production value. Halloween up, yeah. H H two O. I know what you did last summer. Urban Legend. It was all like hot young people now infused into these into these horror films. You know, to try. Right. I think you know, that, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, you so. don't
0: really have that before. You you have certainly you have teenagers, but you don't necessarily right. have like a well, good mean, hot cast necessarily. Right.
4: They're coming off w- of, like. You were taking WB actors and putting yeah. in yes. movies, but back in the yeah. day, they were taking like like NBC Day Player like guest stars on like head of the class and stuff like that, and putting them mm-hmm. in movies. A lot, I mean, some of the productions, yes, they were really low rent, but some of the bigger ones were doing the exact same thing.
2: It's right just on.
4: these people weren't like you know they weren't making magazine covers and stuff like that. They were getting a little bit more clout, but it's it's the same concept as they were doing in the early '80s. It's just. You know, someone like me wasn't young enough to notice that, or was watching those TV shows where those kids were but always it, around. It
0: certainly put that at the forefront. You look at the posters for yeah.
4: Scream, and I know it was
0: oh, yeah. last summer, and you see these these hot teenagers that were. right there. It was never right the there. leads
4: of those shows. No, it was never like <clears throat> someone like the leads of them show. Like, yeah, Nev Campbell, that's that's humongous. For yeah, the but time. I mean,
0: but you but I mean, you get like a poster for I don't know uh, prom nights. And you don't see Jamie Lee Curtis like it might say Jamie Lee Curtis somewhere, but her face is not the center of that poster. You look nope. at something like Scream, or again, I know what you did last summer, and you see yeah, all the kids. You see, and you don't even see like a killer. You see like you know some image of like someone holding their hand over their face, or mm-hmm. and, yes, they like they, it's they really make promoting the same poster over and over. Yeah, exactly. and exactly. <laughs> that guy got yep. a, that floating head guy got the raise on that one, but I mean, yes, he did.
1: He did. I, I miss. Uh, I mean, you know, my my, my favorite poster. Poster. Just going back to the eighties, really quickly, was the Fun House, the original one with the the that snarl and the teeth and the gore.
0: I just, I, uh, I just, I got Fun House and um, Sleepaway Camp and um, Nightbreed. I ordered all those on Blu-ray and the two of them oh, came in today, so I got those. Or I saw those original posters.
2: <laughs> yeah, the
1: original posters are great. Okay, just had to step back again. All right, cool. we,
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah, with that said, yeah, so Scream happens. Kevin Williamson comes out. He he develops a script for like a you know this kind of slasher movie that understands the rules of slasher movies and it's huge like it's a huge hit it, mm-hmm. it, it, yep. it, and it changes things like we get a lot of this kind of stuff even stuff that. Kevin Williamson worked on and didn't really think would be a thing and then became a thing, such as I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it wasn't comes... wasn't, t- wasn't Teaching Mrs. Tingle in there, too? Teaching Mrs. Tingle is in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's Mrs. Right. Tingle. Um, yeah. Get the faculty, uh, which I like quite a bit. Disturbing behavior. Disturbing behavior. Yeah. Oh, right? right. Oh, yeah. Disturbing oh, behavior. I remember behavior.
1: that one. Wow. Yeah, there's a faculty, which I, I actually
0: I like the faculty quite a yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I the think, faculty
5: I think is so. really good. I think we talked about yeah. that. We talked about Josh Hartnett as well, and specifically about yeah. his performance in that movie, which I thought was really, really strong, man. Okay. Well, you know,
1: with Halloween H2O, it, it 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 kind of screamed, kind of screamified the Halloween series. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 And it, you know what? Yeah. It, even the floating head poster. Same poster, I remember yeah. that. I was like, ah, oh, come on, you're killing me with that.
4: Yep. Yeah, but I mean, it, it brought bad like Halloween was dying with Curse of Michael Myers, and then it's immediately, like, a couple years later boom cuz they were working on a straight to video sequel to Halloween 6 they were going to get away from all the thorn stuff but that, that the next one was straight to video and the scream helped to revive halloween yeah and yeah and, and i mean look at that
5: and i mean person. look at that cast you're talking about michelle williams josh Hartnett, joseph gordon levitt i mean that was some pretty <laughs> adam Hanford. General... That,
4: that was adam one of the best death Can- Can- scenes yeah. for joseph gordon levitt by the way Jody Lynn O'Keefe was big at the time, too. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. And yeah, and Adam Arkin,
0: Adam, like, Adam Arkin, who's yeah. really good in that movie. I was just watching it. He's like, he, he tries. <laughs> He's doing. His-
4: uh-huh. I you know what I like that it's movie. In that I, movie movie. Is. I like that. I, I like I like H two O. I think it's solid. Yeah, it's his fun. delivery of the his delivery of the nipple rings line is hilarious. It so, is.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brandon, I think you mentioned like in your write up about H two O where he was supposed to be like the like the poor man's George Clooney or like yeah
4: back in the nineties he was the poor man he was on a hospital he was on the other hospital show Chicago Hope yeah and, yeah, that's and right. he like. He had that the like the the uh, early grade middle aged man look, and like, he was seriously sold as the de facto poor man's George Clooney, which is, basically <laughs> is because he directs a lot of like good TV these days, like yeah. he directs a lot
0: Justified. of Just, Justified and. Like he's certainly doing, he's doing his work behind the scenes, and he shows up in a lot some episodes every now and then to play like authority figure, which is like fairly mm-hmm. really well done.
4: It's it's pretty yeah. crazy that like Michael came back during this period, but like Jason did. I mean, they tried it. Jason X is, like technically I guess what like a 1998 movie that got oh on, Jason oh yeah well that came but, out in, like 2001 or something. But like why that. didn't they they scream Jason? Like it's really weird that they didn't just go tack onto that
0: with yeah, know, yeah. some of the other ones like afraid, it, like what was Craven doing? What after after I mean, New Nightmare?
4: I don't know. Maybe... Like he was
0: making, what talking about? He's making Scream movies.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <right>, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. He was busy. <laughs> I was
4: going to say. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's doing that thing we're talking about, Scream yeah. movies. It, it, yeah, it's funny that, you know, that was it. Like, yeah, Halloween. <laughs> they come, but I think it was uh, Scream Dimension films as well. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yes. that's right. So, yeah, that's that that makes sense. But, I mean, you'd think somebody would want to get on that train while it's hot. But, no, we've got a bunch of fresh new Oh, yeah, great, great slasher in thin horror thing. films
0: you eventually get bride of chucky in like what 98 mm-hmm. i mean yeah uh, yeah which is maybe the best of the series that
1: is the uh, i agree show. i agree that is with...
0: the best one but it, again uh, it, it has Catherine like,
4: heigl's best maybe movie
1: too. Heigl. yeah i was gonna say it's probably Catherine heigl's best movie and it comes...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it, and it comes from a place of self-awareness like there's a lot of there's a lot the humor's amped up certainly the you know the blood and the, the violence is as well but like it's also so it's be- beyond Chucky just being like this menacing doll figure you're basically following his character <laughs> and like it it becomes it knows what it is at this point like as a lot of these films do mm-hmm.
5: uh, then, uh, then what's interesting moving into 1999 you know there, there's one that just completely stands out in my mind and again it wasn't something that that hadn't been done before but something that I think reinvented Horror, kind of as as what we keep seeing now, which is the Blair Witch Project. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. an,
0: that's an interesting one because it kind of stays dormant. Like it, it brings up an idea and then we yeah. don't really
5: go back to
4: it until like Cloverfield. Yeah, right. Cloverfield isn't. Yeah, well, Halloween Resurrection tries to like mishmash it. But right. I mean, it, it tries it tries to milk but off the like reality that's the po- was, reality TV's right.
0: It
1: tries yeah. horribly.
4: What what, fails. What, it, <laughs> what Blair Witch inspires is is a television program called MTV's Fear. That ran Mm -hmm. at the time, which was, you know, all these people with cameras hooked on them going through haunted places and stuff like that. And then from there, Halloween, Halloween Resurrection tries to cash in on that. But But even then,
0: it's still interesting that we really like the found footage craze, which we're in, you know, the tail end of maybe now or the middle. I don't even know where we are in it, but it doesn't kick off until much, much later. Right, right. And, well, you see, and you see a lot of successful horror movies that really do try to, like, screen, Exam- like, that's an exact example. Like, it, it's the next year, you get more movies like it. We don't get
4: movies, mm-hmm. movies I think like the or. thing with the mentality back then with The Blair Witch was a lot of it wasn't so much the found footage aspect, is that it is people thought it was real, too, at the time. Uh-huh. And I think, yeah. you know, other filmmakers and other stuff, are like, oh, we're never going to, they already did that. No one's ever going to believe that we have a video, too. Of that's people. a fair and way to So that's look. why I think it, it right. got passed on. And then when you get with Cloverfield, it busted out to be just completely fiction, and and so people were like, okay, we can do that. But before Cloverfield was – Diary of the Dead was actually made and completed before Cloverfield, correct? It just released so, after? So.
2: Mm-hmm. Which yeah.
4: we can forget that movie ever exists, but it was before <laughs> Cloverfield that someone else went with the fictional route on doing found footage, uh, like a Blair Witch movie. But oh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I went- yeah. The big – I wouldn't even say thing. I wouldn't
0: even say Cloverfield's the one that really did it. I mean, we'll get to like yeah. you know, like Paranormal no. or something like that. Yeah, but...
4: Paranormal. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. Or even like the wreck the
0: movies. Um, I mean, there's
1: you know what Blair you know what Blair Witch Project did. It changed the way we see films marketed.
2: That's There that yeah, right, The
1: best marketing we've ever seen in a film. I mean, it was so you couldn't get away from it. You couldn't. I get had away a, from uh, I had a missing Especially. T-shirt.
4: I had the the missing poster with the kids yes. on. I had that. Shirt. Yeah. Yeah, especially, I had the website especially online. Especially online. I oh think yeah, that, it was uh, interactive yes, too. Yeah, absolutely.
5: Was the first, yeah,
4: one of the uh, movies to really capitalize on, on stuff online. I mean, films had websites and stuff like that, but there's nothing to do. The Blair Witch had a ton of reading right. you could do yeah. on everything. You
1: could do a, write a paper on that. All that amazing.
0: Before we move into the 2000s and kind of remake land, let's um, Shark Attack.
1: Well, Casper Van Dien? Is that what we're talking <laughs> oh, about? No, oh, I want to. Well,
0: kind of because the '90s, like along with the scream stuff, along with the scream stuff, you do have a lot of traditional kind of monster horror movies. You get that. You get a lot of. You, you start to get this mix of CGI and effects, where you get movies like Species or or Mimic or Deep Rising or Anaconda or The Relic, which I also watched yesterday, uh, which holds up quite well actually. I like The Relic quite a bit. Or uh, like the, or the Frighteners. I mean, and Sleepy Hollow, which we've talked about before. Like you get a lot of this kind of this mix between. Uh, early CGI and, and like the, not necessarily the last rings of, uh, of makeup effects, but it's kind of trying to combine the
4: two based on the mon- modern times, catching up with these, with these horror movies. Species, yeah. species is kind of like, not only do I get to see this like cool monster horror movie, but I get to see this really hot girl naked. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. was,
5: that was the young boy cell of species. <laughs> right. And, mm-hmm. then, and then and, then, and, then the, and then the actor geek in me also goes, oh my god, the movie's got Ben Kingsley, it's got Alfred Molina, oh, Michael Madsen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, like Horace Whitaker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. mackerel. Mark Helgenberger. <laughs> yeah. 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 But then, and then you have, like, Anaconda, with John yeah. Boyd giving one of the best performances of 1997, and um, Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez, they're, for good measure as well, and young mm-hmm. Owen Wilson. Get, right.
2: But yeah, you know I mean, well,
0: yeah. There
1: is that, one movie that. that the, I... haunting. the haunting. Yeah. Oh, please let's not even talk about that awful movie. <laughs> that was terrible. was <laughs> that, that and the fog are really okay. the worst.
4: Okay, young three Owen weeks Wilson who later shows up in Armageddon too. Yeah. Oh, or, or the that, minus that, that's man. Another movie where he gets off very early. How about so? the minus
2: man? A horror movie that, with Owen
4: That's
1: a nice little gem you pulled out. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I one thing that always frustrated me about that time there are two movies that kind of reminded me about each other R- remember stir of echoes and Sixth yep. Sense. i always like right. stir of echoes better always right. I, I thought
4: they're both better. good but they both like stir of echoes ended up being like looking like the knockoff and it, it wasn't it's no it's it wasn't not, but it looked like the way they were selling it and everything's like oh <laughs> well, so
0: yeah so when looked- you have when you have the giant mega success that Sixth Sense is yeah you're going to want to mm-hmm. shape your marketing campaign around that that said i i mean I like *Stir of Echoes. It's a good movie. Kevin Bacon's it's... pretty good in it. But Sixth Sense* is way better than this movie, Jimmy. I'm sorry.
1: I disagree. <laughs> I like. To, I think. I think. I think. I knew from the second it started. I knew what was going to happen. I knew exactly what the big quote twist was. But it's not a the twist, which decent. is why I
0: like that movie. Uh, it's a character. Uh, whatever.
1: Study. It's okay. It's kind of boring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, well, I'll, I'll stick in my corner. I,
1: I, that, that,
0: I'll stick in my Best Picture my nominee corner, ones. and you can stick with Star Echoes. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's fine. I, I, will, I will happily, happily. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Sixth Sense. It was, it's a very good, well-made movie, but it's one of those movies, for some reason, it did not connect with me. It didn't click. I can't, You it's can't just, say it's a badly no. made movie, yeah, obviously, but it didn't connect with me at all. You're talking about the Sixth
5: Sense? Yes, yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah.
5: Uh, okay, wait. Before we leave the uh, the nineties, I got I got two recommendations. By the way, Forgotten Friday flick, uh, The Addiction, which I don't know if any of you have seen the one that able Lily Taylor. It, yeah, it's oh Great. my god, it's like Great arresting. Movie. It's 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 yeah. definitely an interesting take on the uh, on the vampire genre. That's kind of tasty. The haunted and- Lily Taylor. Uh, yes, The Haunting's of Lily Taylor, exactly. And 1994, a, a movie that I came across, I remember see, coming across an Anchor Bay Blu-ray, and, uh, oh man, is it good? It's called Cemetery Man? 1994? Yeah, that, I've heard that yeah. one. I never saw yeah. It. yeah, and it's got, you've it's, never seen that?
1: No, no I never ever. saw it. It's great.
5: Oh, wow. It's great. I, now it's got Rupert Everett, who, who, you know, ended up playing like the, um, the gay best the gay friend best to right. Julia Roberts and stuff, but he's playing a Lothario, like a woman, like a ladies' man in this caretaker, and it's, totally utterly 100 percent believable and awesome it's a great film so if you haven't seen that one cemetery man it's fantastic
2: mm-hmm.
1: i agree there you go
5: so moving into the 2000s we're coming
0: we're still like we're still in that weird kind of scream era we get like another couple slashers like we get like a, what was that one it's valentine we get valentine
4: it is it's terrible, terrible. Although, oh come on it's terrible
1: that, that was terrible.
4: That I wasn't even watching. It's watched. a good mask. A I would rather, I
1: would rather, rather watch Urban Legends Final Cut. Ah. It's, just a, it's just a silly
5: little romp. Final Destination. Did we get Final Destination? There, yeah. Right. Yeah, we, get, yeah.
0: we get the start of that franchise, and yeah, right. we get yeah. You know, we get Jason X, which I love.
2: <laughs> Jason X I do, too. It's, it's I, hilarious.
5: I yeah. yeah, I thought I was, like, the only
2: person who liked them. No, no that movie's be no, so, yeah. It's so there much are fun. some
4: people who just can't take – I mean, you'll find those Friday the 13th fans that take their Jason, like, way too seriously, and they hate that movie. But it's a lot of fun. Oh. There's like, oh, by the – you're yeah. at part 10. You are at part 10, okay, like, of a, a movie about a, uh, like – a retarded drowned boy who comes back from the lake and just stabs kids in the woods. You're at part ten, okay? right now It's surprising yes. that they didn't like it. Like Leprechaun couldn't
0: hold on to the idea, so they had to go to space in part four. But they took Jason ten entries to go to <laughs> space in <went> part <laughs> no.
4: And he hasn't done a rap one yet. Yeah, no,
3: Jason, no. Jason
1: in the hood.
4: <laughs> well, also notable too around the time I think maybe was it late '90s or was it the first year 2000? Hellraiser goes straight to video, and that's like the first like, major player to go to video, because I'm not, I'm not counting Leprechaun as a major player here, but... Um, would you say is is
0: I mean, besides, the like,
4: the iconic it. image of Pinhead, would you say these movies... Dude, were one, like, two, three, and four were all... I mean, four was a, a low-return movie. That's why, yeah. it, you know, it was in that year of 95 with Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. That was the big uh, one-two dimension. <laughs> oh, God, we need help. Here, come Scream, yay! But, yeah. I mean, Hellraiser was pretty... I mean, it was pretty up there. They probably could have gone with another theatrical release, but... They did uh, Inferno, which was actually, in my opinion, better than uh, most of their theatrical releases. It was a little Jacob's Ladder type story.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a pretty decent flick. It's, yeah. And
4: but yeah, Pinhead went to straight to video and never looked back. So far. So far, al-
1: yeah. Well, yeah. If, if they keep the they keep telling happens. us
4: about a remake, but threatening.
1: threatening is more like it. But yeah, they're, <laughs> they're- we all, we well, also
0: we we get a we get a Jeepers Creepers. Uh, let's yeah.
1: not talk about that guy. I, I
0: hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Victor Salva?
1: Yes. Yeah, pow- powder's is Victor it. Salva? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's, uh, been,
0: he's been involved with some stuff that we don't need to get into. Yeah,
1: we don't need to talk about Pedophile. But really Creepers Creepers
4: Creepers
0: has a really good, like, first 15 minutes.
4: Yes, it does. Yeah, the, the, it. the truck chase stuff, that's really great. I, I mean, I was never big on that movie, though. <laughs> I, I, don't, no, I, agree. I haven't seen the sequels. I, I just... Only,
0: is there a third sequel? I know there's the second one because I saw that in theaters.
4: Oh, wait, they're, they're trying to do a third sequel, and I guess who's game yeah. for it. Justin Long's game for it. Well, of course, he just did Tusk, so he's like, you know, this is a lot easier <laughs> to do a Jeepers Creepers
0: movie than it is to yeah, wear yeah. a walrus costume. <laughs> so, yeah.
4: 2014 Justin Long is all about Jeepers Creepers, but if you would have gone like 2008 Justin Long, he might have told you, uh, probably not gonna be available.
1: No, yeah, he's all about yeah. the dodgeball sequels that have happened. Yes, all those, all those, do- those movies. You know, we also need to talk about. We haven't really mentioned the, like the foreign cinema, like addiction. Juan. I can never. That's, what I, that's what
0: I was getting to right yeah, now. Yeah, I was we're getting say, into J horror. J oh, Yeah, J horror was yeah. big because not only we're we getting Japanese horror films, we're getting remakes of Japanese
4: horror films. Yes, and it really
1: it, again it was a game changer uh, for it, uh, for a while. There, everything was yeah. a, a remake of a, a J horror film,
4: starting with The Ring, which yeah. is like
5: Stir of Echoes with a VHS tape. Right, and if you and if you actually go back, you know, in, and look at some of the uh, the DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, if you look look up Tartan Extreme, they used yes, to yep. you know put out the, all the original, oh, yeah. um, you know, Asian horror flicks, and there was some tasty stuff in there, man. There were, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they, so, so yeah, you can see you can see why they were inspired to make some of these remakes. They're just, I mean, they're fantastic films. And that's where we're at in general.
0: I mean, we get. Basically, J-horror films, J-horror remakes, and just remakes in general. Like, Platinum Dunes begins in 2003 with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
4: Wait, we skipped over one before that, didn't we?
0: What am I doing? A
4: big-name a big movie got Remain. Which one? I think they uh, they kind of did, like, the same thing, but with the new cast and in color. I can't... What was that movie? What do you think of it? had Anne Hash and... Uh... Uh, that Vince Vaughn oh, guy. Oh yeah. yeah, That's uh, I don't, I don't I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. That's, <laughs> I, so, know, I don't know. That movie
1: exists. That,
2: that kind of broke the really door open. What do you, you? What do you? That, what you yeah.
4: the who? As much as we hate the, the Psycho remake, that opened the door of that anything can get remade.
5: Wow. I mean, yeah. seriously, uh, that is true. That,
4: that's all it did was it it broke open this door that said nothing's safe.
5: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. it would yeah. take
4: yeah. the only thing that could that could honestly. Match that and take that that whole motif up to another level as if Star Wars were to get remade. That's the only thing that could you know. I'm that sure would open someone a door. wants to do that. I'm sure, I'm sure someone like, wants to,
2: but
4: <laughs> I mean, there's a place that it's never going to happen. But yeah, The Psycho was like such a perfect film that it's like, yep, we're going to remake it. Because, well, and not only do they remake it, they shot
1: for shot. Aside from a couple, it, like uh, you know, Vince Vaughn jerking him off. I'm like, yeah, really? jer- yeah. No one needs
4: to see that. And it, it didn't. No one saw it. it, it. Well, they just heard it. <laughs> it was almost like it was done post.
1: Yeah, yeah. From oh, what I remember, I.
4: <laughs> wow, that
1: was the weirdest, weirdest film going experience. Because it's not a badly made film. Because they did the gets a shot for shot film clearly. Right. But it was like a cut-and-paste job. Yeah. I mean, I just because... That. Seriously? Why... I still don't understand
4: why he did that. Yeah. Well, I mean Now that they... You know, you have Psycho out there. When when it comes to Platinum Dunes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, everybody's like, huh, okay. If there's no Psycho, yeah, there might yeah. be a, big, a bigger stink about Texas Chainsaw getting remade.
5: That's interesting. Do you yeah, think I that... Never, that like, do, be,
4: do
0: you remember that being a case, though, where when it was announced, the idea of doing a Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, was there, like, an outcry?
4: I don't. Th- not... uh, yeah, I think there Cause, was. Because I can't uh, imagine yeah. there not being look, one. look at where Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre was, too. There's like a safe zone there, too, because of the next generation. With, yeah, with McConaughey I mean, and right. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah anything, was an, that?
1: That? <laughs> anything <laughs> was an improvement <laughs> and, and over that. Anything was an improvement over that.
4: Every Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 were basically remakes.
0: Which is why I think it's, 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 it was easier to accept yeah, something absolutely. like this. Along with the
4: fact that it has a great
0: trailer. Like I'm not a fan of that oh, yeah. movie, but it has an amazing trailer. Like it it's, is. It's I like the movie, but
1: yeah, that that trailer is fantastic. And and th- there's a reason uh, that's a big reason why it was a hit. Yeah. People yeah. really responded to that trailer. Like well, here's trailer. the thing.
4: That movie it's not it's not a great Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake or Texas Chainsaw like movie, but it's a great like horror thriller using aspects of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to tell its story Cause, right. Somebody forgot the cannibalism in that movie, which is kind of important. Absolutely. Does the the beginning resolve this? Oh, yes, yes, it does. (laughs) The beginning does resolve it, which I think is a better movie than that first remake, but I know I'm in a minority on that. But, um, no, the first one, it's got some really good suspense scenes and stuff. It's not, like, Mm -hmm. just an awful throwaway. It's. I know there's Hmm. people who will hate it just because it exists, but.
0: Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'm just not a fan of the movie. Not for any specific (laughs) reason in terms of like being offended by its existence or anything like that. I just don't like the movie that much. I agree about like Arlie Ermey's very good in it and like it, it's very slick, but that's part of the reason why. Like, I I get it. Yeah, it's the same cinematographer, so good on them for doing that. But at the same time, the slickness does rub me the wrong way for whatever (laughs) reason. I can't like get past it. Um, yeah, so we, so we do, I mean, we have the remakes going on, and this continues basically to now. Like we're still getting all the remakes. We get, we got, we get the, like the Dawn of the Dead remake the next year. We eventually uh, yeah. get, we eventually get, yeah. which is which is awesome. But I mean, it's not as it's not a favorite movie of
4: mine. But, but I think the Dawn of the Dead nowadays, remake is a response. It's more of a response to 28 Days Later than it is.
5: Just it's, let's remake everything. Yeah,
4: I, yeah I, that's more, fair to I say, mean, it's but it still action, is a
5: remake. it's mean, an action movie. Right,
1: nice I, you
5: know. Listen, the first the first fifteen minutes of that movie, I, I I kind of agree with Tarantino. The first fifteen minutes of that movie are golden. I didn't really like it much after that, but that first fifteen minutes kind of infused something new and interesting, and then it just kind of went back to the old. So, um, twenty eight days later is a great example of just taking that to a different level. You know, that taking mm-hmm. that genre and doing something interesting. That, you know, I mean, nothing's ever going to be fully original in that genre, but to, to do something unique with it, uh, you know, Boyle was amazing with that with that film. So Which is, yeah, it's
0: interesting. interesting. Interesting because we, I mean, this is all around the same time in this like 2000 to 2003 zone where we're getting Jor, the revival of zombie movies, which really died throughout like since I don't even know when. Since Day of the Dead, really. Since Day of the the Dead, yeah, right. Return
4: of the Living Dead sequels. I mean, there was Return of the Living Dead Three was like the last notable. Zombie sequel I could think of, and that was like early '90s. So if everything else it. gone, yeah, it's you know it's J- it's Japanese horror remakes,
0: remakes in general, and zombie movies, and somehow that all kind of centered around the same time, and that's in horror movies kind of you know kind of found their way back again, after like Scream had a its go, and then you get like the scary movies, you get a lot of comedy horror, you get those movies going on, which yeah. Yeah,
4: you also get uh, House of a Thousand Corpses shows up in this time, and that movie was like a legendary because
5: he just couldn't get it out there. Now, what's interesting Mm -hmm. about, about, and it's interesting that you brought that up, because for me, I hated House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, didn't, like, not one star, like zero stars. Hated it. And then a friend, you know, when Devil's Rejects came out, I, I, of course, I had no intention of seeing it because I didn't like the original film. And a friend of mine was like, no, 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 I'm going to lend it to you, physically watch it. And it was five star. It was on my top 10. Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never had that happen where I didn't like the first movie and five star for the second film. So I'll give the hats off for Devil's Rejects. It's, unbelievably great
0: work so yeah I, I mean that's still my favorite rob zombie film and that's i mean i there's a there's a lot of things i love about devil's Rejects. there's some great acting in that movie which i really appreciate uh, yeah exactly. bill moseley comes
5: back from uh, texas chainsaw 2 uh, right and now in 2004, let's not forget, of course, Saw takes over.
0: We'll get. Well, I was yes. getting
5: there. I was getting the yes. get there in a second. But yeah, you did All bring right. up
0: House of a Thousand Corpses. So that's, right. kind of this, that's, that's another... Uh, House of a
5: Thousand Corpses felt like a snuff movie to me. Like it has unf- that, but that's... <laughs> an unfun <laughs> snuff
0: movie. That's let's what I'm getting to you because you get... Going- um, I don't know, You man. get cabin fever in that time too, so uh, you get this kind of the yeah. rise of this kind of the yeah. stuff, what they're what they're called like the splat pack with Eli Roth and right. Alexander Aja and right. Rob uh, Zombie I, and like you Neil guys Marshall. have a hard
4: time getting movies made nowadays. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. And that's even true. like uh, even like Del Toro, uh, who's kind of in there with like Blade Two and just what he's doing. Uh, I mean, there's you're getting a lot of different like different subgenres of horror all around the same time, which is neat. Like it, we haven't had that for.
4: You're getting the guys Very who are fans time. of the '70s horror. Now, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got
0: guys that grew up watching these things, are now taking their turns and doing it, and they're doing it in their own ways. And it's yeah. you know it's interesting again. It's not just getting like interesting takes on one concept. It's getting several different concepts and several different interesting takes on them. When did The Descent come out? Is that '05 or oh4
4: That's oh, or that, oh, five. Oh, five. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was overseas. Like. Oh yeah, a it was in England. U.S. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No. that's true that's fantastic right? yeah
1: that i i would say that's probably one of the best horror films in the last 20 what yeah. 20 years i guess it's on that yeah. list for
4: sure oh yeah. yeah easily and and it's neil marshall who he not only makes stuff that's like you know gory or graphic violence but he makes it hurt like that's the thing yeah. with him that's different than just showing it off you actually flinch you go oh my gosh you feel it when he does something and, and that's that's not that's that's hard to do especially yeah. mm-hmm. for people who watch a lot of horror like us, like I don't get you know, there's you can bash someone's head in on The Walking Dead, I'm like, oh, okay. And yeah. but like I see like his, some girl sprain her ankle or bust her ankle in that movie, it's like, Oh my gosh And yeah, that, she, she she does it. She oh god, that's that scene's still just and, and the sound. I saw
1: it in the theater where yeah. they had this amazing sound, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" My whole body hurt after that.
0: It's, you mentioned that it's funny because I feel like Aja tries the same thing, but it just feels mean.
4: It doesn't. It doesn't like, that's why I don't like a lot of. Audio.
1: I well, I loved. I love High Tension. I still stand by that. Oh movie. man, I, guess I great okay.
4: Movie three quarters of that movie is fine. See, I, I'm. One of the, <laughs> I, I, I cannot get on I, board with that ending. I could I'm not. fine
1: with the ending because I've always had this take. When you talk to a real life serial killer who's done all, all these horrible things, and this is coming from, uh, spoiler alert, this is coming from her perspective, right? She's not going to tell you. Well, this is exactly what happened. She's going to make some fanciful story, just like I, you know, all these real life killers will make up. Oh well, yeah, I killed like I forgot what was, what that one guy's name was. He said he'd killed like a hundred people and really he'd killed twenty. So I was able to accept that. I was willing to go that route for that because I'm just so stylish and so scary. And and come on, that scene where she goes into that guy in the car with that buzz saw. That what was no, beautiful. good huge stuff in the movie I and just, it was so suspenseful even at the end it was so suspenseful
0: I, I like don't, the don't, muse don't, song don't they played during it. it. oh yeah Perfect.
5: <laughs> I you know it, it it for me that the what the part of the, that movie that works is definitely Cecile de France she's amazing mm. in that movie yeah uh, she doesn't like so. to
0: associate herself with
5: them <laughs> I know which is she, really she doesn't no because I tried to get her for our lethal ladies fest and they told me yeah she's like she way distancing herself from that movie. And I was like, really? She's so good at it, man. She's fantastic, yeah. Ah. It's a shame. One of her some of her best
1: for."
0: So now let's uh let's get to let's get to the saw. and Let's get to this thing called Torture Porn.
1: Wait, we missed Doom.
0: <laughs> no, we didn't. Let's get to this <laughs> thing called <Saw.
1: laughs> Um, oh man! <laughs>
0: I, I didn't miss Underworld either. Oh, so.
1: dude, we didn't talk about ha- House of Wax and and uh, Paris Hilton. Wow, wow! I like House and of Wax. I'll take that. Oh, oh my god! What about Hostel? We didn't mention Hostel. We're getting to that right what, now, Jimmy. What, are, what, are, what, are... <laughs> what about Co- Komodo versus Cobra? Come on! Wow! Michael Pare. Okay, go on. see.
4: <laughs> so we get to Saw, and um. <laughs> In, in uh, Jimmy's defense, Komodo vs. Cobra does start Scott Patterson who does start in start Saw five and four. So yes, there you he, go. he was just transitioning us. That means you have Thank to watch you, his sir. acting and all of those
0: things, but I don't like yes. that, I don't like that one bit.
4: Yes. Uh, but yeah, we get so we get Saw.
0: We get Saw and it's another kind of game changer because it's the one of the first, one of the movies where you suddenly get this tagline of if it's Halloween, it's Saw uh yes. and, it, and it repeats kind of the, an 80s pattern of you get movies year after year after year from the same franchise releasing around the same time that are giving you more of that thing that you apparently want despite being um uh, somewhat reviled by certain critics and you know praised by horror hounds like there's a a love, there's that there's an anticipation not by horror people not by all horror people, all horror people but
4: kind of divisive
0: uh, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that as well but i mean you are getting back to that kind of same period of Where we have we haven't had that in a long time. We haven't had the kind of year after year sequels to a a franchise thing. We haven't had that since the 80s, really. I don't think, right? And we got maybe like Mm -hmm. we got a scream and a scream two in one year. We we got three
4: screams in the 90s, and that was pretty much it.
2: And
0: uh, even that, even scream three. I mean, that was 2000. Like we got we got a scream, a scream, and then we took some time off, and then we got another scream. I mean, we haven't. I mean, saw. There were, you know, seven years of Saw movies came out.
4: Well, I don't know. The subspecies movies were just rolling in the 90s. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Subspecies. (laughs) Subspecies
1: rocks.
0: But, yeah, you've mentioned, yes, it it was. No, so Saw was divisive. Um, Yeah. Not, the, not so much the first movie. It was of the but sequels. Right. And then
4: it's funny you go back. You go back to that first movie. It's nothing like it gets a, accused of being.
0: Much like Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre, where there's right. there really isn't much gore. I mean, Saw certainly it's more violent than the Chainsaw Massacre.
5: Yeah.
4: The, uh, the, the Saw series was highly influenced by its second movie more so well, than it was. Well, well, and and that
5: yes. movie and that movie is so good as Jimmy and I both know because because Darren you know had an original script and then adapted it to Saw and you could feel it. It was a great story. The the mm-hmm. the, the, the aside the, from it,
4: Xavier. Yes,
5: yeah, <laughs> right. There's lots of grains of
0: salt we have to take here because I'm not a big fan of these movies at all. Any of the saw movies i don't i don't I don't like them, and I don't like them for a very specific reason. I think they try very hard to be clever, and I don't like that it it rubs me the wrong way. Uh,
4: how dare you be smart? How dare you try? yeah, how dare you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not. It's just. It feels like it's going through so many loops to try and make it all make sense. Where I just don't end up caring that much. That's part of the fun with it, though. It's, it's like I get, I I it get the general
4: I, hospital of horror franchises. I get that uh, to watch. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I, get a how, I get how else. that
0: could be fun, and I respect that it tries to have a level of continuity. It just doesn't do anything yeah. for me. And it's,
4: like, it's just. It's hilarious. I mean, Costas Mandalore shows up for like two scenes in saw three. Like right. he becomes the the franchise bad guy. About yeah like it was, most everything. That,
1: that was where the series i mean i was all totally on board with the first three films totally on board yeah. then once they changed and it became constance manlor i was like wow
4: this suddenly became so uninteresting well no it's because you have a well, fifth film that's all about just describing how that's possible which is just like a bridge yeah. film and it's like a it's you also have scott patterson in the lead in that film which is mm-hmm. troubling and then, but the, I thought Saw Six actually was surprising that j- diamond hidden within like the roughest run I mean, of the franchise. Or so well, far. you know what, S- <laughs> Saw Six was good because it totally, it totally attacked
1: the, the healthcare and healthcare. All that. Industry, it was kind of so, like yeah, a, yeah was, someone has some to say a, a bit of a satire. Yeah, and it was yeah. great. So, Saw Six was like a diamond in the rough, like you said. Yeah, it really was good it's, as good
4: as one through three. It's up there with the one through three in quality. It just Absolutely. you know you have four. Four, which is eh, but it, it dips down. There's a noticeable step down. Five's terrible, and then four, mm-hmm. six is like, oh wow, and then seven. Go, you're like, and then they bring everybody seven and was back. Awful. And Sarah, seven's like, yeah, it was, it was uh, it only lightning does not strike twice for this these people. No, you mentioned not.
0: something. with six where it, it tries to, you know, it, it's like a social commentary essentially within a horror yeah. film. Which is what you know a lot of great horror films do. They you know have yes. something, have an agenda. Which is why I like the Hostel movies more than Saw. I feel like they're simplistic in what they're delivering, but there's so many ideas that Eli Roth's bringing to it in terms of xenophobia and other such things involving kind of
4: uh, it's social it's understanding. For the first hostile movie. movie.
0: I, I
5: like you, did, you didn't like you didn't like the first one, but you liked uh, the Really, yeah. See that. See that's odd to me as well because because to me there I like the first really one much think, better. Yeah, there I think it's really I didn't disturbing. like hanging
4: out with all those guys. I but like I, really, I, but really interesting. That's part of it. That's, the, that's what yeah. I was that's right?
1: part because they're, they're, right. they're You know, I love that scene early on where they're all like, "Well, don't you feel weird? We're like shopping for women just to like use for our own." Pleasure and and you know of course we all know That's how what it I'm ends. I I love that. I lo- I thought it was a really. I mean, simplistic, sure, but
5: it was entertaining. I was and, happy to see that. And there was some disturbing stuff in that, in that, in that movie that I think, you know, I, I, it wasn't not planned, but I, that I think surprised Eli Roth. Like the scene in the locker room where they're talking so, you know, so nonchalantly about, you know, what they're going to do and that, all yeah. that stuff. And, but then what he did was he took the things that we said, oh, wow, that was even more disturbing than the actual, like, torture and stuff like that. And he made the second movie all that. that. And yeah. for, me, it, for me, that didn't work. Because it, it, it in small doses it made it so much more poignant, and it was like he went, oh okay, I'm going to take all the things that everybody said were really scary about the movie and just fill the whole movie with that, and it, it just didn't work for I don't
0: me. I Guys, I like the multiple perspectives in that second movie though, where you see like the buyers from the outside coming in to do this thing, and you see kind of reversals of their attitudes on that. I like I like that mixed with the you know returning of. Seeing you know helpless people being brought into this situation, I like seeing the blending of those ideas, and it's funnier. <laughs> and
2: uh, given yeah, how,
0: given it's how we're seeing what's her name, what's the Heather Matzora, Heather, Heather Matzoro, getting? Oh getting yeah, sweet innocent little girl, get like, who's grown up.
1: That was a hard. That I that's hated watching mi- that. You gonna back kill, how, how you going to kill? Weed, how you going to
5: kill Weiner dog? What's the matter?
1: Yeah, I you? know. Seriously.
3: <laughs> Abe. You there? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, anyway, um, I'm enjoying this conversation immensely. Have, Trust do have, me. Do
5: you have any thoughts on the Saw? You know, yeah. you know Wiener Dog from 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 uh from Welcome to the Dollhouse. I absolutely do not. Oh, <laughs> oh no.
3: Do you have any thoughts Probably. on the on the Saw on the Saw franchise? Never seen any of them. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm just I'm just yeah. kicking back and just relaxing. I might watch Saw 6. Apparently that's like one of the better ones. I didn't like,
5: chime in on that either. It's fantastic. And P- there's a guy, an actor uh, who's one of the leads in it called Peter Outerbridge, and he's so good in it. And he was also in an early movie called Kissed uh, about a girl who has sex with dead people. Uh, that's really mm-hmm. good. So yeah I, 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 like, the, yeah, I really liked that. Six, uh, the, also, six, features,
0: six. six feature also features one Eddie Winslow from Family Matters. So, Eddie
5: Winslow.
0: Yep.
4: Yep. Um, can we talk about like? Here's a problem with like horror like, like during this time like starts becoming like brutal and it's turning a lot of people off and, it, and it's, mad. And it's yeah. weird,
0: and it's credited to the Saw movie and the Hostel movie, which I think is uh, maybe not the Hostel so much, but Saw, which is kind of unfair. Well, there's gets-
4: like, Devil's Rejects and you know like, but like the problem being is like I think people aren't realizing there, there's okay, yeah, you can have fun with a horror movie, but like horrific acts like murder and and violence and stuff aren't fun.
2: No, like, they're not. And, and, and horror
4: it, is supposed to like you know it can also like it opens that door and it makes if you're feeling uncomfortable if you're feeling disturbed if you're feeling upset it's working it's what yeah. it's supposed, supposed to be doing. Well, and, and
1: the, the thing is there there are good examples of it, I, and I, I mean we we kind of skipped over uh, well not necessarily skipped over but there's Wolf Creek which kind of went that same torturous route, but I, and I do think I liked Wolf Creek and I actually like the sequel, uh, but I. Yeah, you're right. Gone are the fun of the 80s. Gone are the goofy even the kills you're kind of laughing at here you're just kind of squirming and being uncomfortable well, it's, it's like just... hit,
0: it's hit or miss it seems like like yeah. the hills have eyes remake by aha who i've already said i don't not like that much i think it's just too mean like it's just not fun to watch this kind of movie it just feels like mm. it's just beating you down with this stuff i would absolutely agree with something that. like the collector is more fun like it seems yes. like it, it, yeah. it gets a it, it's coming from the writers of what software five six right uh well, the, the, is a the
5: Collector is, is yeah, absolutely and that's that that would be a total hidden gem for me. The Collector is a fantastic five-star piece of work. It's awesome. It's basically, you know, pitting a serial killer up against a a thief and they're both, you know, extreme professionals, extreme attention to detail. It's 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 the problem is when they did the sequel, they kind of went and forgot all of that. But that first movie is awesome. It's great. That's a great one to bring up.
0: And then you it have yep, yep. Yeah, yeah.
5: This was a, it seems like, the you know, looking back
1: at this decade, a lot of the cooler films, a lot of the really awesome horror films were these little tiny movies that not a lot of people saw. There's, you know, there's All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great Fantastic. movie. Fantastic mm. movie. You have But Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie mm-hmm. Vernon. These are really cool little films that didn't get I mean, All the Boys Love Mandy Lane was released like last year in theaters here
4: hmm yeah i and mean mainly it's ridiculous. Just to promote it was just to promote the home video release too
1: yeah that's it that's it but it's i i again the I, I you could even put the dissent in that it wasn't a huge hit i yeah. mean these are really cool little films they're not big studio films or they're, they're these little independent frailty films
0: is another them. one i wanted to mention oh yeah Oh, oh yes. great one. well we have passed way over that
5: fantastic yeah. film oh yeah oh yeah, yeah.
0: And, uh, and, and,
5: and session nine. Stripers? I can't not
0: mention session nine and things. Yeah, that's, oh, I was going to say that was a oh yeah. yeah.
5: That's you know, and and it's a shame because I'm a really big Brad Anderson fan, and lately he's just done some really shitty movies. He but is, yeah. session nine is one of his, you know, uh, you know, before you know when he started that sort of Hitchcockian genre is fantastic. And then of course goes into the Machinist and Trans Siberian, but yeah, session nine is a total hidden gem. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, we're yeah, so we've been talking, we've gotten these, you know, torture porn. We haven't really said the term, but I mean, that's the kind of the stigma that's come with these saw movies and with the hostile two movies, you know, two out of the 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 four in Eli Roth's illustrious career, and um, and you get a lot of these kind of things. Like uh, we talked, uh, we already talked, Hills Have Eyes. There's also The Last House on the Left, which kind of hits, sits in that like weird middle where it's like it's a competent remake to an extent, and so you guys kind of are hit or miss on that one, but it's also mm-hmm. still kind of Quite violent and mean, but it's doing certain things that kind of kind of work. And you get like the Texas chain, you get the beginning, which is also it's It's much more it's a lot meaner than the first one, which I think reflects the time again. You get something like Taristas, which. I don't like oh. Taristas, but I mean it's. Oh, then, dude that was
1: terrible. Come on, horrible.
0: I don't, I don't mind that movie that much, but I feel like it feels like that's a movie that they had. It an was horror. It has an idea, and then it like it's like, <laughs> well, look, look what's popular in horror. Let's insert like a whole bunch of like crazy gore to go with it eventually. It,
5: I think there was, like twenty ideas with that movie. That it was a studio, that was a studio label too that went. Down yeah, it was. Eventually. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it? I remember that was part of a new studio label, that just it did not work out well.
0: Same with like, same with like the Ruins, which I like quite a bit
5: yeah that's no yeah that's a, that's, no
1: that's a good movie i agree i, agree. I like that one but it's, yeah, a big, no, it's like it's good but
0: it's like a it's like a big studio produced movie didn't right. do very well but it's like no. <laughs> um and at the same time we still have zombie movies like zombies are making their making their way throughout this decade as well like on the side you get 28 days later you get weeks later eventually you get Shaun of the dead you get not the dawn of the dead remake you get romero attempting to make movies again and they're all horrible but big the land of the dead's fine <laughs> The Land of the Dead's fine. That's I
2: like Land of, okay. Land of the Dead. Okay. He put he put
4: his name on his grandchildren's movies. That's all. That's what I, I put it out. Put it as. survival diary. One of his like grandkids or somebody made it, and he's like, oh, I'll throw my name on it. <laughs> uh, was, there, was there another one? Was there like Island of the Dead or something? Or there's survival and survival. diary.
0: Survival's the last diary. one you did. Right. Okay. Right. Good.
4: And <laughs> now now like his son's gonna make a. Prequel to the first one, which we don't need. It's all about Ben at just all. driving around. At all. It's only get
0: his car gets flipped over, and he runs to a house, and that's the end of it. Prequel to that is good. Yep. yep. Uh, go.
4: What is going on in this town? So yeah,
0: like zombies are doing. I mean, and of course you got the Resident Evil movies that are all terrible. Um, and well, he, you have the,
1: you also have the, the Resident Evil. You have Underworld. This kind of Fantasy element that's kind of creeping into like a bit slightly bigger budget action oriented horror. Yeah, well, know, it's, a, which... it's
0: that mix of like video game logic and like horror that's trying to pay off, right. and, but mm. somehow it turns into taking two classic monster ideas, vampires and werewolves, and making them very very boring. Which is all that I see when I see Underworld.
4: Yeah, oh. I just I, I, I disagree, though. I I think Resident Evil is enjoyable trash like i just I i'd watch resident evil is. again over underworld i can say that I, yeah. would,
1: I i actually enjoy both of them for what they are and they're not good movies very blue and boring they're, yeah they're, i
3: i know <laughs> well dude it's
1: it's kate beckinsale in the tight leather outfit yeah but you're yeah, so, yeah. like I, that's, I a that. that's a poster that's a poster like I, what I, like I, I, I don't do i need that for <laughs> like, like, and you have dude you have michael sheen you have some talent there it's a lot I, I think yeah, i see a lot, a lot of movies with that doesn't make them good <laughs> well, it's not necessarily good, but certainly I, I find them entertaining. I find they're definitely guilty pleasures. I I'm, I'm not saying they're they're pure art, but they're definitely better than six cents.
3: <laughs> just kidding.
2: Oh. <laughs> just kidding.
0: I don't get Underworld. Like I don't get how like Kate Beckinsale in Leather where you're like started at a 10 and it's like, well, what else? What else do you have there? Because there doesn't seem to be anything for me. It's like, all right. Oh,
1: Scott's,
0: Scott, Scott Speedman. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dark blue, Scott Speedman. We got it. All right. Um. So moving on. Doing pretty good at this, guys. We're, we're making yeah, our way. We're, we're finally.
5: We're actually, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We
0: found our groove. Five weeks in. Are we onto
5: uh, that Paranormal Activity stage?
0: We're getting to that now. Yes. Yeah, so so cool. like, so we. It's not It's not that that you know torture, horror as necessarily worn out its welcome. Although it's certainly, I think it's down further than it's been. But we then get to Paranormal Activity.
5: Now, what's interesting about Paranormal Activity is I remember dragging Jimmy to a screening of that movie. Do you remember that, Jimmy? I do. I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Go and ahead then, and tell that story. It's right. No, familiar. it was interesting because I dragged him to the thing and he was kind of like, eh. and then And then the publicist saw us and he was she was like, oh, come right in. So then we ended up getting in for free because we were standing in a huge line. We brought the people that we were talking to in. But it's interesting that we both <laughs> kind of like saw maybe some potential in that movie from the get-go. So it's it's – and it was quite effective, that first movie. I gotta tell you, we were both really impressed. So.
0: I, that's another one, like Blair Witch, where it had a very interesting way of marketing itself, where it was kind of building buzz. And, like, you'd have to, like, you did the thing where you, like, request the movie to come to your town, that kind of thing, even though it's probably coming there anyway, just making you feel like you did something to help it. And, um, I saw that movie with, uh, with my friend Ken, with Tall Ken. And we saw it like at a at a midnight show which is how i've seen every single paranormal activity since i've always gone to a midnight show cuz that's the best way mm-hmm. to do it and nice. i remember being like i was i enjoyed it it was fun and it had its like creep moments but it i didn't feel like it did much for me until i went to sleep that night and i i had some real trouble going to sleep
2: yeah. and
0: <laughs> that's what that's what really broke me into this paranormal franchise where i really started to appreciate it for that reason i'd repeat nice. the same thing for the next couple years of watching it at midnight and then having trouble going to sleep somewhat Fourth one not so much didn't do that for me. Yeah. Neither, neither, fourth, neither, did, the, neither did the marked the, ones. are
4: uh, the marked ones. They, they, I, Although I like the, the marked ones more. Than hey one, hey confession but. I've only seen the first one. Mm. Really? <laughs> the third. Yeah. one Yeah. Then check out the third one. The third one. Yeah. yeah the third awesome. one's really fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay. The third I, one
0: like, because seen, the, first, just... the first one does that thing where it's like it's trying to make it seem like it's found footage like it's trying to like attempt to like it's to tell you it's true story even though you you all know it it's not. But, like, it's trying to give you that semblance of that. The second one tries that kind of. third one gives up on it. The third one's like, you know what? We're, doesn't matter. This is just a cool movie. Let's just, like, <laughs> let's, let's throw out yeah. the idea. Like, I think the first two don't even have, like, credits. They have, like, the kind of, like, presented by Paramount and that's it. The third one yeah, even. The
4: makers of Catfish.
0: The, the third one has, oh like. It,
4: it,
5: yeah,
0: it is, yeah. <laughs> it is a third I know, one. I, I know, have, know, I know. Which yeah. all, Catfishers also had a great marketing
5: campaign. It got people my in the seats may not have been about what they thought it was yes, about, but it got yes, people it in did. the seats. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but the second one, I'd give a little more props to the second one, and I'll tell you why. Because it, it, I think, you know, uh, who was it? It was um, uh, Christopher Landon who wrote that one. And I, I was actually quite impressed because he didn't make it a prequel or a sequel. He kind of made it both. And I thought it was actually kind of clever. No, um, I
0: was... This is funny because I just told you I don't like the Saw series because of its attempts at continuity. I really like the Paranormal Activity films because of the continuity. That's why right. I keep going back to them. I really right. enjoy this story. I'm looking forward to it's seeing funny. where it goes. even if uh, yeah, yeah, I'm even well, still... I shall
4: have a marathon, and then we'll come back and do the epilogue podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds good.
0: I'll rewatch the Saw movies, and you watch all the Paranormal yes. Activity <laughs> There we go. I'll start up by going to, to to the theaters this week to see the 10th anniversary of Saw because if it's Halloween, it's a franchise that's really old. and you, uh,
4: so, you, can, you can probably you buy the first one on Blu-ray much cheaper than that ticket. Yeah, to I now, was just so, say. now
0: I've said all this stuff about Saw, by the way. I hmm. love James Wan and Lee Whannell. Like I, I like I've seen. I've, it's not like I saw Saw once and was like, no, this is not for me because I've seen every single one of those movies and I've seen Saw like I see Saw. I've seen Saw like a good three, uh-huh. four times at this point. And one of those times was with the commentary, and it's just like the impression I always got was, these are just cool guys from Australia making a movie. And I've been, I've been really happy to see their success over the years. I mean, I love Insidious. We don't need to talk about the second one. Jimmy might want to, but we don't have to.
1: And uh, I, I to loved all one. our other movies. But, uh, <laughs> I like I that movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I it was fun.
1: I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot. I, I, I appreciated the fact that it was one – the first film felt like two different movies to me. And the the second one was like okay just yeah one let's bad just go movie. got it no, I, just, <laughs> no, I, I disagree no I disagree it 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 holds up better I actually had more fun with the second one I, I think yeah probably the first one was a little I was but you know I, I don't know I enjoyed Insidious two for what it was I'm looking forward to Insidious three but, I think that looks really good
4: I I have a story about Dead Silence
0: I liked Dead Silence but yeah go on
1: yeah, have, have I okay dead you like Dead, dead Silence that is so freaking dull. I just watched that. I you're like
0: all I like all of Juan's movies over <laughs> the first saw movie. Wow. I, I have
5: a that dummy thing you're talking about. Yes, right? yeah. I, I
4: have a good story about that one. Yeah. So 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 a uh, friend of the show Scott Mendelson and I went to go see it and all it was a, a one of those test screenings and it was like the, the flyer was um See Donald. So the Wolbert new achieved? the new well no it, was, it <laughs> said uh, from the new uh, the new film from the director of Saw. And so we're standing in line and we knew what it was, but we worked, um, we did like video QC. So we're not allowed to go to those cause we're technically entertainment industry, which is weird. But so we have to, you know, have to lie and act like a bunch of stuff. And I don't like to sound like an idiot yeah. for some reason. And so the lady's coming by to ask us questions in line and she goes, what made you come to see this movie? And I said, well, I kind of want to see what, uh, Lee Whannell would do outside of the Saw series, thinking I was saying James Wan for some reason. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, that's interesting um how'd you know he was on i'm like well they said you know the flyer or whatever and she's like okay so and then she came back and asked me if i worked in the entertainment industry i said no i'm just a big fan so then i go sit down and Scott goes to get popcorn and i'm sitting there and she comes back and she's like hey brandon would you like to stay for a focus group afterwards oh boy i was like sure (laughs) okay which means you bolt after and then yeah. she comes back again. She goes, hi, Brandon. This is Lee Whannell. He I just wanted you to get a chance wow. to meet him. While I was like, oh, wow. hi. And that's when I realized that's where I made my mistake. Uh, but at wow. the end of the film, they hadn't named the film yet. And at the end, fun, funny end note, uh, they asked us for uh, title suggestions. And Scott wrote down Ventrilla Quest. Wow.
2: <laughs> that's my favorite. I like um, it.
4: My favorite so, yes. um, that's my Dead Silence story. Nice. That's, that's a good uh,
0: medieval uh series Ventrilla Quest. Ventrilla Quest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just one man and his dummy go on a quest. Um, so that's that's a bit. Why are we talking about that? <laughs> because we're talking about. <laughs> 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 uh, jumping back to things, we yeah we're at paranormal activity, and while we talked about Blair Witch Project, you know, marketing and what it did and whatnot, paranormal. It's another one where you get a number, uh, like a lot of these entries every year, and it begins this kind of boon of found footage movies. I think when Wreck comes out at the same time as well, I believe, right? I think they're both right. 2009.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but Wreck is the Spanish found footage horror series. Wreck is super awesome, which I love. Wreck and Wreck Two. Wreck Two. I even like Wreck Three.
2: Wreck Three is whatever. Not really? Okay. It's a, it's great.
0: Fun, <laughs> fun, fun flicks definitely. Great. What's the What's the fourth one called? When's that coming out? Uh, this year. Um... It's like Apocalypse. It's like Apocalypse. Wreck Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's, I think it's teased at the end of uh, X Men: Days Future Past, and it, anyway,
4: it's called Wreck. We did that third movie, and now we're going back to what we did before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get so we get more of these kind of found footage attempts. We get well, like the uh, what is it called, the Devil Inside, and you know, at the same time, right. I mean, we're getting these paranormal. Like, and I mean, they they have a certain format. They have this this um, you know the found footage aesthetic to film the movie. But what it really is, it's like a rise of demonic possession movies. We're, get, we're getting back to that again, just oh, you, t- a new kind of Last Exorcism. Oh, yeah. That's another one I'm trying to remember as well. Last yeah. Exorcism. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, both There's so exorcism. many.
5: There's so many of these things. Now. We, we even get Anthony
0: Hopkins takes his turn in The Right. Like, right. We get, we get a number yeah. of these. Uh, right. Which
5: couldn't,
1: which couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we
4: also. A, yeah. Um, we also get. Um, Ty West's House of the Devil, which shows up. Which I'm a, I'm a fan of Ty love, West.
3: I like I think he's, I like Ty West's style I think he's through, one of through. the
1: most interesting uh, horror filmmakers right now. I was going to say real quick yeah. before
0: we get to Ty West, um, the VHS films are also you know the epitome of of this kind of found footage genre because it's you know a horror anthology using this aesthetic to create all kinds of movies, uh, but using this you know visual aesthetic to create to make them work. But yeah, Ty West, and that's something we I meant to bring up earlier. Ty, Ty West films, like um, especially *House of the Devil*, that's a movie that kind of—it's definitely echoing a certain time. It's, it's echoing like early '80s, late '70s, very much on purpose, and it even has the kind of the themes of horror movies at that time because it's going into kind of uh, occult possession type stuff. But I skipped over this. We had *Grindhouse*, and we had, oh, yeah. and yeah, we, yeah, which yeah, with yeah. Tarantino and Rodriguez is technically their second *Grindhouse* attempt because they had from *Dust Till Dawn*, which very much feels like a *Grindhouse* movie. Um, mm. But you, I, but you have but you have Grindhouse, which is their attempt to kind of bring back this older generation of horror movies made of kind of modern means, even though they're trying to make it resemble that older time, which is what Ty West has done, too, just
4: in a very a less bold way, more of a, you know, kind of a sleeper success kind mm-hmm. of thing. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, Grindhouse, man, I saw that the Chinese opening weekend. That was, like, some of the most
5: fun I've had in a theater, like, ever. <laughs> yeah, that's, it was, that great. yeah, that sounds really like, fun. I was going to say, especially the trailers, you know. the, yeah. the yeah. Beyond Machete, you know, the you know the, um, you had your, your hostile guy don't doing that. Uh, Thanksgiving. Don't. don't yeah. Uh, where, don't we, was my favorite. Werewolf where, Women of the S S. yeah. And, yes. And, and yes.
2: with Nicolas Cage as Boom bang joo and,
4: and Thanksgiving. On so, Thanksgiving.
5: Yeah. White meat, dark meat, oldie cart.
0: Yes. Eli Roth's best
4: film. <laughs> Eli Roth's best film, it is.
0: Um. But yeah so we, i mean we, we're getting this kind of, so us, along with the found footage stuff we're also getting this kind of we're getting the exorcism demonic possession stuff and we're also we're also getting this kind of well, we, we, let's we bring back
1: skipped when was the exorcism, exorcism of Emily Rose which kind of
0: that's that started, was uh, two thousand five. Yeah,
1: that was, yeah uh, so that that's kind of it. Seems like that was the one that kind of started the exorcism craze, or am I wrong on that?
0: I mean, that, it was more of a courtroom drama that just happens it like to have a, like yeah. a, there's a procedural. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was. It definitely was, but it was, it was also kind of sort of well respected. I, I oh no, yeah, it was well like received.
0: It. it got good ratings no, and it made no. money. Like, and then you got a then we got it. Was there a second one?
1: No, no, no. I don't they think didn't was, make
0: another one. No, it was a one off. They make a prequel called just Emily. So, uh, <laughs> you know, another one I forgot to mention, just in terms of a kind of small horror movie, May, uh, Lucky McKee's. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah.
4: Jeremy Sisto.
0: Yeah, with, Jer- yeah, with J-Sys. <laughs>
5: um, Jeremy Sisto of uh, A Wrong Turn fame, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
2: <yes>. yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> although although, although, uh, although, the one that, that arrested me was uh, Pollyanna McIntosh in The Woman. Man, that disturbed the crap out of me. That's Lucky Stuff. McKee's second movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And that's
0: another one that kind of fits the the kind of
5: mean horror yeah. <laughs> that we get. It's, uh, oh yeah. yeah, teeth, teeth, Jess Wexler and teeth. I like I, I like the, I like the concept more than the movie, and yeah, I like Jess Wex. I just like Jess Wexler more than the movie, but
0: you know. I, yeah, I agree with you on all of those fronts. Throw, throw nice that team. in. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: yeah. So we're getting all
0: this stuff, and we're still getting remakes. So we're we're getting Texas Chainsaw, we got we get we got we 13th. Get a Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare. Wow. Nets, and we get, yeah. We get, we get, okay.
1: Pl- well, how much time should we spend on Rob Zombies Halloween? And Halloween 2. I, I, I'm okay if we just
4: say, yeah, they exist. I'm a huge fan of his Halloween, too. Um, uh, really? Well, Halloween 2. Really? I, yes. I come to like more and more every time I watch it. It's got so much going on. I'm fascinated. With, it has problems. Yes, it's still got problems. But I'm just like, it's like full on zombie, like let loose. And I, don't, and I still don't think he was fully let loose because I think his intention for the movie was to have it be like Laurie Strode was doing everything. But, um, you know. Weinstein's and the Cod's probably wouldn't allow that but th- there's a, just this craziness going on with that movie and it, and it reminds me there's certain aspects of it's like kind of it's journey that reminds me of, like uh uh Bride of Frankenstein even at points like it's just that crazy it's being a different beast completely than the first one.
1: Got god oh I just I, I totally forgot about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake for a second
5: Oh yeah, me too. I forgot about god, it. That movie it sucked yeah. so oh. bad. Well, that's because it was an interesting casting choice to cast the guy, and then he came in and he did. uh, He did.
2: um, uh... They did the guy from Watchmen. Yeah, he, yeah, the he did. Ro- yeah,
5: and you, and you were like, "What? We already saw this guy. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like,
2: yeah, same. It's like bad. it was.
5: Borshak's journal, and then he was like, you know, Freddy Krueger. And you're like, no, you can't do the same. Thing. Well, that
1: there were so what? many that's... things
5: wrong with that movie too. Oh, oh my man. god,
1: so bad. It's bad. <laughs> just terrible
0: (laughs) uh we haven't talked about ratings at all Mm. um a lot of movies now we are getting kind of a healthy mix it seems between r and pg-13 but a lot of these remakes and just horror in general throughout the 2000s we're getting pg-13 ratings and i'm not saying that it needs to be r-rated to be amazing but at the same time it's not that it just feels pg-13 it Or it's not that it is, it's that it feels neutered. It feels like a lot of these movies are neutered. And even in their unrated cut versions, they still feel neutered. They still feel like they didn't really try to do anything.
5: Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I think a lot of it has to do. I mean, it's all marketing, you know. I mean, how many people can we get into the seats, you know? But whereas back in the old days, you know, or or a lot of the horror movies that you guys said you liked, they were by filmmakers who just went, "I'm just going to make the coolest movie I can." So now I think we're 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 becoming more aware, uh, or at least the filmmakers are, of 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 bridging that gap between the PG-13 and going, "Oh, I can get more people out. We can make more money and whatever." So well, uh, it's
4: always been a business. It's just now it's more focused business, right? Seems, yeah.
5: Well, it's interesting because
0: you get a film like like The Conjuring that hit, where that's an R-rated film and it makes what like a forty million dollar opening weekend and becomes one of the nice. biggest horror movies of all time. And then you get a that's sequel great. or prequel, Annabelle, which again is also R-rated. And yeah, just past two
1: hundred million worldwide. Annabelle, nice. and it, yeah. ironically, wasn't even good, but <laughs> yeah, not surprisingly. So
0: it's. You know, it, it, it's clearly there's an audience for horror movies. It's just yeah. a matter of like making it. I mean, look at like like talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, R rated all the way. Great trailer. Right. People wanted to see it. Done. But but now you get these. You know, you get Prom Night, or you get these just terrible things that come out. Um,
4: oh, Prom Night. Oh my gosh, that's a key example <laughs> right there. That one in the step. That remake. remake. We're like, whoa. Or oh, even all the J horror movies. All those are all PG thirteen. Yeah they, have, yeah, they have eerie stuff but, um, in them, perhaps. But then let's take—I mean, you take a look at those, and then compare them to like what we were talking about: Saw and Hostel. Are they are when you hold them up to them? Like it's—I mm-hmm. mean, there's cra Like the, the Saw and Host the, the Hostel movies would have been NC-17 or X back in like the late '80s, mm-hmm. right? Easily, or wouldn't even got released like that. And then it's just—it's the rating systems is a mess. That's that's the whole thing behind it. Like it just that's more what it is than you are your PG-13 like The Conjuring that that's a PG-13 movie
5: yeah, I was gonna s I was gonna say, like the the cool thing it about did, that yeah. was it, it never felt like they were watering it down. I mean, that's just the story. There is no like kind of salacious, too salacious material that needs to be in that story. But there's nothing worse than watching a movie that's a slasher or that's a whatever you know, like that has those conventions or could echo those conventions, but the filmmaker holds it back just to get a PG thirteen. It makes that's me that's true, it, yeah. Kind of makes me ill. So That's true. But yeah,
4: like the, the conjuring, it comes out, it's R rated. like the following weekend, the Wolverine comes out, which has Wolverine with his claws out, slashing up ninjas, PG-13. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it just, it's, it's a broken rating system currently. Absolutely. But yeah, they still try to push for that PG-13 because that's, everybody can go. I mean, parents even take their kids that shouldn't be going to PG-13 movies to PG-13 movies because they're PG-13 movies. So we move into now, like we move into where we are at this point
0: and it's like, in terms of crazes, I mean, found footage is kind of
4: around and The whole video forms. market for found footage is ridiculous.
5: I just watched one where literally it takes place from the eye-face perspective of the lead character for the whole movie. Mm. Not found footage, but actually from their perspective. I've never seen anything more annoying in my life. I was like, wow, you but guys. Maniac what about Maniac? A- yeah, Maniac nope. was awesome. Right. No, Maniac no, was great, yeah. No, but this one was really bad. This was like this was this was hard to take. So no, not Maniac. You're talking about the the, the Elijah Russell. Wood remake. Yeah, the Elijah oh, Wood love that movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this one it was that wasn't it. It was a it was with uh, Joel David Moore and it was a, it was a straight to video movie.
0: But so we're at yeah, we have ground footage movies and Kind of haunted house. It seems like haunted house stuff is kind of rolled back around. Like is and or even like stuff going on in houses that are just kind of scary to look at, kind of thing, because you have Conjuring or Insidious, but those are really they're really possession movies to an extent in some way, but just happen to be kind of in the guise of a haunted house, which is an interesting way to take it. And it it's like where where are we going next? Like what <laughs> what else is happening? Mm hmm.
4: I mean I don't know. This like this the slasher comeback. I mean, Will the, it, ha- like I don't know. Like is. there's there's a Friday the Thirteenth movie next year. So and it's not. I don't think it's currently a remake or reboot. I think it's just another Jason movie, and it's done by Platinum Dunes. So
0: and at this point, we've gotten remakes of all like the heavy hitters from from the seventies, eighties, where we've had Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, to where, yeah, to to where no real.
4: one. No one cares with, like, the Leprechaun remake. Are, are, I mean,
0: arguably the best one of those is The Curse of Chucky, which is not even a remake. No, no, no yeah, it's a sequel.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, cool. I, I, That's the I, twist of the movie. Of, it's, it's a sequel. Speaking of Leprechaun, I already said this. Uh, I do uh, moderate <laughs> the uh, the commentary on the recently released Blu-ray oh for Back to the Hood with the director, Stephen, and it's awesome. Back. So everyone pick that up, and it's to awesome. The hood. Back to The, hood, the great thing—the great
0: thing about that commentary on the back of it says it says filmmaker commentary with director and man with mohawk. It's really strange that way, but
1: uh, I, didn't have a, <laughs> I, I didn't have a mohawk at the time.
5: I got the mohawk was gone. It's <laughs> great. Oh, by the way, in two thousands. Okay, so I got a couple of movies here. Uh, yeah. one everybody's probably heard of. Two thousand Ginger Snaps. If you Love never saw that, that one, it's my so, favorite werewolf
4: movie. Yeah, That's it's my great. favorite
5: werewolf. Catherine Isabel, who ended up being an American Mary and some other films. Great. Uh, one of the ones that a lot of people didn't like, but I had a hoot. I mean, it wasn't a brilliant movie, but it was fun. 13 Ghosts. Oh, the, uh, I,
1: yeah, I enjoyed that. It was it's fun. fun, man. It's yeah. totally
5: mindless, but totally
0: it's got, fun.
1: It's not very good, but it's I like
0: uh, I like House on Haunted Hill more.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did between, too. Those
0: I two, between those two between those two, because they're both right. the same director, right?
5: Right.
0: Or they they're, like, they're uh, at least they're at least a Dark Castle or whatever Joel Silver's right, right, right. horror yeah. company is. Yeah.
5: And then one you might not have heard of in two thousand eight called Pontypool, and I would oh, it's I know like Pontypool. from yes, from Bruce McDonald, mm-hmm. and I I would consider it like more the thinking man zombie movie with uh Stephen McAddy playing yeah. a radio, radio DJ. Really good film. That's so. a good one. Did, uh, Pontypool. Well was good. Did anybody mention Behind the Mask the Rise
4: of Leslie Vernon? Yeah. Yeah. We did mention yeah, that yes. Jimmy, yes. Okay. love that play.
5: That's a great one.
1: All
0: right, I feel like I should say something about the mist because I love the mist. Absolutely. Oh yeah, oh
5: yeah, oh yeah, what a what a freaking <laughs> gut punch, that. Movie. Yeah, oh, I love that movie.
4: <laughs>
2: oh wow,
4: I've only seen it. I didn't see it in the theater. I, I ended up getting um, when I worked on Blu-rays and DVDs. They sent the black and white one first, so oh, it's cool. always been black and white to me.
2: Wow, cool. yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I
1: actually prefer the black and white movie, and the mist is one I like to stop it right before that controversial
2: ending
1: <laughs> no. yeah, see, jimmy, jimmy and i
5: both being parents
1: i think we're both of
5: that's fair months. yeah yeah, I I, yeah. Where that comes no. from. I I
1: give it i give it props for going there but right. yeah that's not fun to watch at all no not at, no. All at all
4: there was also a 1408 at the time too it was a big one to stephen king year wasn't it because yeah. that one was mm-hmm. too bad no it was
1: fun it yeah, was yeah, fun it's fine. Um, it was fine it's
4: fine, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like to.
0: At the time, it's weird that Sam Jackson gets such prominent billing in that movie, but you know, whatever. Um And I mean, to to kind of end on things, um we get we get. I forgot Cabin in the Woods. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. We we had Scream, and then we had something like Cabin in the Woods, which is again kind of attacking horror horror conventions and presenting things as a basically part of a part of a graph where you can put everything on a chalkboard and really understand what's to come from it. And it's, it's a neat sort of commentary that kind of wrapped. I mean, it's a, in the way that things are circular, this was, this, this, um kind of pass at it was a lot shorter than others. But I mean, we got, we went from scream to cabin in the woods in uh, a little over 10 years, as opposed to kind of getting back to like universal monsters after decades of space in between them. But yeah, that's, that's another one that I wouldn't say had, we haven't really seen the results of like the impact it has because we still get a lot of movies that follow the cliches, but it just, it feels like it is pointing to things that I recognize more in horror movies these days, new ones that come out. We really get something like Ouija. And, uh, you're like, yeah, all right, that's, I was on the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, horror TV has certainly, like, popped up more. We get, we have, you know, yeah, like, Walking Dead and American Horror Story and, like, the Hannibal. 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 Right. Motel. I mean, there's, and there's, like, an, the MTV Scream series that's coming. Like, we're getting, like, it's certainly- And
1: the Friday the 13th series, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes, yeah.
0: there's another Friday the yeah. 13th series coming. They're making yeah. a Friday the
1: 13th series? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Is it just, a, like, a reality show about a camp?
1: No, it's supposedly going to tie into the... the Jason four, Takes My Hat? ...Family and... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That
0: one. <laughs> Jason Takes My Hat. Oh, my God. There's a series about that? <laughs> that, that one?
1: Well yeah I mean we're missing so much because there's so many things we could talk about but it's and, and horror TV kind of has taken I think horror at tele- on television has gotten is better than horror in film
4: in addition to that there's also you know with the television there's horror VOD as that's what too. I was
1: going to say
0: too yeah we have, mm,
1: yeah absolutely we
0: have this like we have this right now given you know where we are with technology and whatnot you can access so many different movies so many different ways and while the big screen is hit or miss it seems with horror where like this year alone I don't feel like I've seen much in the way of big screen horror films that have really affected me in a way that's that's worked since i don't even know when well, um
4: like for instance like right now think they, they flew this october like last october all we had was like the carrie remake i guess you I mean, if you want to call it gravity like you know terror horror in space or whatever that i could i could get on board with that if you want but i'm not really thinking of that with horror and then this year you have at least three horror movies big releases in the weekend which All three of them I'm like, eh, about seeing. But yet on VOD, there's like the VHS viral and um, Town the Dreaded Sundown, which I'm much more interested in seeing.
5: I think there's 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 Horns. There's ABCs of Death, too. Yeah. Is the Babadook
0: a uh, VOD or is that in theaters?
5: No, I think it's going to be
3: theaters. I want to say that. That
1: might be limited theatrical.
0: Who said
3: said
1: Town the Dreaded Sundown? I've actually seen that one.
4: Uh, Brandon said, yeah, I did. I said uh, that. I'm like, I'm more well, interested yeah. in that than the theatrical releases. That yeah, are, no, oh. it's
1: actually it's actually pretty good too. I liked it. I liked it. It's like a sequel. It's more of a sequel. I think we discussed that really quickly, but yeah, it's a, yeah, you're right. The VOD is becoming far more interesting. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: All right. Um, I don't know where else we can go with this, guys. I feel like we've we've done our best Porter, to really. Order doesn't yeah.
4: know where to go. I don't know where the next big theatrical thing's going to be because like the the found footage is. I don't know if it's tiring, it's just not the thing anymore, and the paranormal stuff seems to be getting a little bit tired up, so, like, we're in the middle of that, what's, there, what's the next big thing?
0: Like, Hammers yeah. come back, like, Hammers make mm-hmm. producing movies again, I'm not saying they're, you know, about yeah. to be the next big thing, but they're producing movies again. Yeah? Um. I mean, there's... Yeah, I don't I don't Maybe know... Maybe there's just
4: everything now, I mean, there, like, there is TV, but I, I'm looking theatrically, because, you like, know, horror's huge on TV, but... But, but, but even what are
2: the
1: what are the odds we'll see another saw movie? That's uh, you know I it it, it seems like it, horror just re- repeats itself. It always does. We're gonna get we'll, we'll go through
4: you know whatever. I wouldn't be
1: surprised to see slasher come back.
4: Yeah, that's the thing. That's it's open for it. But but how? Yeah. Which what's it gonna be? That you know, Scream had a thing when they brought it back, yes. and then I guess yeah. the remakes had that they, they were remakes of the slasher guys, and now. You got to do something else. Um,
5: uh, anything new is, is is definitely, you know, I mean, it, a lot of these things we've we've, we've talked about, I think it, it comes from a filmmaker or filmmakers who who have an original interesting idea and who, the studio maybe gives them a little leeway to do it. I mean, from Saw to whatever. So, I mean, I think that's where it's going to come from. It's going to come from somebody being given a shot to do yeah. something interesting and original. And hopefully part, that'll, that'll take off. And part of,
4: part of uh, Slasher's issues coming back to is technology has sort of like killed a lot of the fun. That you can have with a slasher, having a cell phone with all like sorts of things. You know, that's thing. why.
0: That's why you need the guy that has the ideas of how to counter
4: all this. Where you I mean, do you guys have. remember which board they like traveled towns over for something you could Google now to get information? In and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they
1: always did. It. Yeah, they always. Yeah. Did it in those so It
2: was awesome. It was awesome. So,
4: yeah, but like you can't, you know, do that now. And then you mentioned you mentioned Saw coming back, which would be a thing. It would be Saw Eight, which a funny story. The only Saw I've seen in the theater. Is the first one because the place I work for, we work with Lionsgate and they sent us a screener whenever those came out. So we watch. I saw it the day it came out, but I got a free screener, so I didn't go to the theater. And I said I would return to the theater for Saw 8, and then they stopped at 7.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's funny you
0: mentioned, like, you know, technology's kind of hurt us in terms of how you can do things. You have yeah. a movie like The Purge, which, uh, I, get, I ideally it tried to solve that by just having a, a rule system in place where. Where you, where everything's you know legal and crimes you know terrible and then the the it turns into a home invasion movie because you just you cut off all the power and remove every every aspect to turn it back into that slasher movie again it's like mm-hmm. it, it, so like we there's that's like the bad way to approach it of just like of, of taking everything away from you to make it work whereas someone needs to come up with the idea of how you can incorporate all the various means that we have these days. Aside from, oh scary. I got no
4: bars I got yeah, no exactly. Bars <laughs> but oh i got oh, uh, the next one would be like i have i just downloaded os8 i just oh my battery's dead <laughs> so um yeah <laughs> uh i mean
0: you still we have people you have people like ty west who's you know an original voice here and mm-hmm. uh, who may be calling back to certain things but certainly presenting it in his own way or or maybe who knows? Maybe Wes Craven will suddenly get a great script and suddenly be a good director again. I'd be surprised, but you never know. <laughs> you never
4: know. You never know. <laughs> Same
0: with George Romero, for that matter. I mean, yeah. will we'll like
4: someone like Adam Green ever get like a big explosive project that comes out? Because he's a—I mean, he's got a mind for it. I mean, he's like studied horror; he's big, knowledgeable. But I mean, will he ever be able to produce a film that's and it's huge. funny
5: and, and it's funny because that you bring up like Hostel and Eli Roth because. You know, I have not seen anything from that guy in forever, and the one that was coming out, which was the the Green Inferno, got shelved or whatever. So yeah. I'm, I'm I was always curious, you know, where he was going to go. You know, Did he, mean, he, he like... got
4: sidetracked by being in Tarantino films. Yeah, I was no. going to say. So I've, I've been <laughs> Someone once told him. me the joke. Someone once told me the joke that Tarantino was worried about Eli Roth becoming a better filmmaker than him, so he kept putting him in his movies to keep him from working. <laughs>
0: I don't feel like we were in that danger, but all right. <laughs> no. I, <laughs>
4: <yo>. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, Eli Roth had all these things that were supposed to happen, and yeah, like the you know, like yeah. Stephen King movie, like yeah. the Cell movie, and there's like nothing, and he just like sat dormant, and he was supposed to make the Thanksgiving, an actual adaptation of it, just, right. he was like the last, uh, well, the next big thing in horror is Eli Roth, and then, you know, it ended up being James Wan, who nobody was saying he was going to be the next big thing in horror. And that's the thing, I mean, all mm-hmm. the filmmakers we list
0: now, they're all guys that are taking influences from other things, like, while I appreciate a lot of these movies, you, they're none of the ideas are particularly original. They are just eh, going off the same thing. But then again, that's horror in general, right? I mean, we've kind of gone over and over again over the same ideas. So I
4: guess it's just a way of finding out it's how a of, to do it. It's a, yeah, it's like you know, you have a model in front of you and a bunch of guys with different brushes, and it's how they how they you know they all are going to come up with a different picture. It's like who got who has the coolest picture right. in the end. All right,
0: well let's let's wrap this up here. We've gone from
4: the the cabinet of, <laughs> cabinet of all the way wow. to
0: Ouija. And, um <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. wait 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 before we go I was gonna say I you got the forgot. I, I, I well no 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 I just just one movie that to be on the lookout for since we're since we're going going into the future um future that I saw forgotten it, Friday yes that I forgot that I saw a screen fest called Julia and it's It's a it's a rape revenge movie which I've never been a huge fan of them but this is like unlike anything I've ever seen it's really you know grounded in a in a dark and an emotional place and it was just it totally bowled me over it was five star and the lead Ashley C Williams is stunning in this movie so if you're looking for a good horror movie to come out next year um, I would definitely recommend Julia it's pretty it's pretty uh, intense
0: not to mention WWZ two right. Right. Yeah. So. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like Friday the Thirteenth 3D, I believe. Right. Yeah. Jason. Right. Jack, yep. Uh, Brandon, yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah.
4: Um, and well, Halloween you know that, 3, man. that they'll always, they'll always tell us. It's like James Bond. There's always going to be another Halloween movie. It's a family that owns it. Yeah. But who knows when it comes out? So I don't, I don't buy anything until I see like a trailer. That I. Well, oh, even even yeah. then, their movies. That <laughs> Next year, yeah. The, oh,
1: you know what we forgot to mention? And I can't believe it. One of the, the – it was also really last last thing, uh, Forgotten Friday, I guess for me, was Trick or Treat.
0: Oh, Trick or Treat. Oh, yes.
1: Nobody or mentioned treat. that. One of the best holiday-themed horror films since the original
5: Halloween. Yeah. Fantastic. That's you, a fun you, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and of course did so you know uh did so well uh with fans, you know, when it came, finally actually came out that uh, mm-hmm. I, I remember the I, I heard at the Egyptian when they had a screening and they had the cast there and stuff that he announced that they were gonna do a sequel. So they are gonna yeah. do yeah. a sequel, the trick or treat. So yeah, definitely hopefully we'll see that old, school, an- than old five school years. old school, yeah. old school anthology fun. Man. Yeah,
0: definitely. two trick two treat. That's I'm sure what'll be called.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah>. anthologies, <laughs> anthologies have made
4: a little push. Yeah, yeah. Man,
0: between VHS and the yeah. t- treat, obviously. Like, there's
4: a- Chilling a- chilling yeah. Visions, Five Senses of Fear. There's ABCs a- of horror. Right, <laughs> right, right. Of horror.
0: All right, so with with all that said, you guys, thank you all for being here, and thank you for doing this throughout the month with me. Thank you for choosing us.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes,
1: yes, huh. it was fun.
0: I wanted to get some horror fans in here, and this was this was a lot of – I mean, thank Jimmy. Jimmy's the one that came to me with an idea like this, so.
1: <laughs> thank you, Jimmy.
3: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Abe, thanks for saying like four things, but sticking around and walking into us. <laughs> no,
3: I, I completely enjoyed all of this. I'm
0: sure you did. No, I was I'm glad you were able to make it for one of these.
3: Yeah, thanks. Um, I mean, you guys are an impressive group. I need to go and pick your brains and then write a bunch of blog posts about which movies you should go see.
0: But um, with all that said, let's just wrap everything up here. Uh, Brandon
4: Peters, where can people find more of your work online? If you haven't listened to the first four podcasts or any of them on Out now, I write for um, com. Where, um, if you like content, I had plenty of it this past weekend, and, um, I also have a blog, Naptown Nerd, which is Naptown Nerd. Follow me on Twitter at BT Peters.
1: Jimmy O. You can find me at Joe arrowinthehead.com, Arrow in the Facebook, James Oster, uh, in Instagram and Twitter,
5: Jimmy to the O. At at, 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 wait, you forgot, and the, the, um,
2: uh, and my le- leprechaun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't forget.
1: And <laughs> Airplane versus Volcano currently on Netflix.
5: Yes. You can find me on that. <laughs> Jason <sighs> Goldman. It's real simple. Just go to starpulse.com. And again, always, every Friday, the Forgotten Friday flick. Uh, this week, uh, I'm, I'll do something special because it's getting right up Halloween time. So something maybe you never heard of that's uh, scary and tasty.
0: So. Bloody Valentine 3D. There you Ooh. go. That's nice. awesome. And uh, if you want to hear Abe say more than four words, where can you people come from? Abe. Where's Abe? He's Abe. <laughs> it's Abe. It's the Abe. What? Where's <laughs> the Abe? You can find
3: our episodes <laughs> over at outnow.podomatic.com and soundcloud.com slash outnowpodcast.
0: Um, and you can find me at thecodeazique.com, at Aaron's PS4, and at YSB Blue. All of those places. You can, yeah, you can. You know where to find our podcast. iTunes, yeah. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podomatic, dot wherever we you can email us, at podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on just horror movies in general, as we've been talking about them for the last five weeks. Um, our Facebook page, slash OutNowPodcast, and Twitter, at OutNow underscore podcast. And, uh, yeah, guys, um, I hope you all have a happy Halloween. Yes, so, happy
1: Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. It's coming, it's coming soon. I
0: hope all of our listeners have a happy Halloween. This episode drops on Halloween, so nice. but nothing better than that,
4: I'd say. Um, just as a nice wrap up to this horror series that we've been doing, and I'm while sure- you're trick or treating, load this podcast onto your iPhone. There you go, yeah. Parents around, around just, just
0: listen while while your, your kids are having fun, or if kids are just really <laughs> into podcasts, I don't know what kids do. Maybe they want to listen to it too, <laughs> but um. <yeah. laughs> Yeah, this has been a, this has been a super super great deal of fun. I hope we do more things like this in the future, these bonus series, and especially next October we can maybe dive
4: into something like more specific. Next October, the history of rom coms. There we go. Yes,
5: rom coms. <laughs> I, I say I say next Halloween we dive right into the Leprechaun series. So all of them. I, oh, to yeah, do well, well, put commentary on,
0: on
1: the back to the hood commentary. <laughs> That's what yeah. we'll
2: do.
1: a brilliant idea. <laughs> brilliant idea. It is a, it is a great commentary. Make sure you listen. But yeah, no, that's uh, that's gonna do it
0: uh, for this horror series. Um yeah, feel free to tune feel free to tune into our regular episodes about Not There and Enable, or listen to the other ones that you haven't listened to already yet of this horror series if you've been enjoying this. But with all that said, that's gonna do it. So until next time, so long, and goodbye. His forte. I, yes, this is
3: true. <laughs> I listened to the '80s podcast today, and I was like, "Yeah, I have no idea." I had to look up Pumpkinhead. I had to look up what? Like,
5: oh, oh, I'm so I'm so bummed that I didn't get to do the '80s one. That was like my favorite. We, you Brandon, you know, uh, Brandon
0: uh, said yeah. we'd still be talking uh, if you were on that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah.
5: oh yeah, that one was like my decade. I'm like, oh
1: fuck. That was a am- I we and we we're like,
0: oh, uh,
5: uh, we, I I
1: actually had to like. Be finished by nine o'clock, and we we finished like by ten. I was like, "There's wow. too much, too much," and we had to rush through the last five five years. Yep, it was so disappointing because there's so much. Oh God, best best decade in horror. Yeah, Hands the eighties. Let's just talk about the eighties again. Yeah, Screw the nineties. <laughs> wow, I'm looking at some of these movies. I'm like, wow, Extra two, awesome,
0: Phantoms, right. <laughs> Phantoms, is like, yeah.
1: Yeah, freak. <laughs> although I, I I do get to plug plug something though because I'm on the uh, uh, commentary for Leprechaun: Back to the Hood,
0: and clearly that's
3: what oh, nice. we focuses uh, tomorrow. Uh, well, that, I am. I that just what,
1: more more Davis you, raps yeah. in that one. I I absolutely enjoy that movie. I think it's funny. I think it's I really think the funny. The ones are fine. Yeah, they're and, probably uh, the, the stupider the
4: leprechaun movie, the better it is. Yes, that's my I reality. agree. It oh is my totally god. true. I, I've I shaped a lot the of space. the podcast
0: around Leprechaun back to the hood to make sure Jimmy can plug away. So please,
1: yeah, thank <laughs> you. You know me, I like my plugs. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why his head looks so like doll like. I
2: know.
0: I know. <laughs> Alright. Uh, We're all here.